downright un-American. No patriot. I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. It's all about the money. Anti-American. They want the money. It doesn't have anything to do with patriotism. Anti-American. Patriotism. Anti-American. They were like death. And un-American. 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 Treasonous. Yeah, just why not? It doesn't have anything to do with patriotism. Anti-American. They want the money. I'll tell you something. Anti-American. Un-American. I mean, they certainly didn't seem to love our country very much. Right, un-American. Welcome to another episode of Un-American, the show about turncoats, traitors, and treasonous. Where no fraud or grifter is safe. Are you I, sure that's what it's about? I'm pretty sure. You, I don't. Your I don't. voice did not display that. Yeah, well, I don't use the script anymore. So, Question mark. my name is Brandon, and I am joined tonight by Franklin and Jim. How are you doing tonight, Frank? I'm doing great, Brandon. I can. Uh, Completed the trispecta amongst us. Within the last, what, like three, four months, we've all gotten new, better jobs. Yes. I was yeah. the last one, but I'm finally there with you fellas. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So that's caused us Congratulations. I like it. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That is awesome. Um, so you're liking it. Yeah, I mean, it's very early. I'm going to make you but... talk more than that. You no, I mean, I'm not, I'm not like going to go into seconds. like. I'm not going to go into specifics, but I really like it. Uh, I'm getting paid better than I ever have, um, so that's always a plus. Good. Yeah, yeah, always a plus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it seems like I'm on. I'm in, I'm better than I was four months ago. Good. Which is always the position you want to be in. Yeah, always absolutely, good. absolutely. Well, congratulations. That's awesome. I'm my dude. I'm having trouble already. This is a bad sign. <laughs> How are you doing tonight, Frank? Jim, <laughs> damn, you really are. And his headphones fell off his God head. The it. wheels are falling off, folks. This is going to be a, a bumpy road. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no, I'm doing great. You know why? Because I'm not a Russian conscript. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, that's dark. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's a bummer of the week, right? I mean, like, I I feel for him on a human level. Because a lot of them didn't want to be there. A lot of them really actually thought that they were just doing training missions. Yeah, the, yeah. the military didn't and then even all of fucking sudden, know. And then all of a sudden, bombs started going off in the, in the in the distance in Ukraine when they were standing at the border. They're like, well, shit, I'm at war. I'm at yeah. war now. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Like, Putin didn't tell anybody the military thought they were doing drills. The uh, ambassador... A Russian ambassador was on the floor of the UN, I think, Security Council. Uh, reassuring people reassuring that we will people, never yeah, invade. And, yeah, and we, <laughs> we're not interested in war. One like, of the greatest mic drop moments I've ever seen is when that person got up and was like, yeah, you just invaded. Yeah, and the, the Ukrainian ambassador got up and was like, well, I had a speech prepared, but fuck that. <laughs> like, you guys just invaded. You gotta, you gotta wonder if the Russian ambassador had, like, a cyanide pill in his shoe or something that he was about I, ready to take. I bet he, he's looking around to see who would be willing to take another refugee. He's like, yeah. political asylum, let's go. Yeah, that's crazy. Hey, crazy. Can I crash on your couch this week? Well, it's good that we can, we can laugh about it, though. Um, yeah. Because that's Ooh. how you, that's how I handle uh, mm-hmm. shitty situations, so that's I mean, what we're gonna do. And then, seeing the photos, I really, truly feel bad about it, but, you know, I'm not a conscript, so I got that going for me. You got that yeah. going, which for is you. nice. True, <laughs> true. Um, I am doing well. Also, I will tell you why because I know that like we record these, uh, like they come out a little bit like a week after we record them, right? So by the time that I announce No Meat March, 
Um, it is, it, it's already into like the, after the first week of March, I get that. Um, but for us, it is the first week of March and it is no meat March. And so I have not, I have not had meat in the, these first few days. Uh, Nor have I've already I. failed. I completely yeah. forget. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we ever got I, a, a full a, commitment from that's you true. anyway. Yeah. I had a chicken sandwich this, today for lunch. Yeah, I've been yeah. I've been doing lots of salad. Uh, and uh, we had, like, baked potatoes for dinner the other night. I um, will say I did, like, make a concession. I got uh, the Impossible Whopper without mayo. Cause, like, <laughs> it technically it's not meat. <laughs> All right. And I will tell you, I can tell it's not meat. Holy shit, does not that not taste good. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, not worth it. Not worth it. Uh, I'll stick to salad. Yeah, and, and what's and crazy is it's like a dollar this. more expensive than the the regular shit. Yeah, my wife Stacy tried to get me the to elbow cheat grease they put in it. on March first. She was like, she was like, hey, I can make like some bacon, and like I love bacon, especially if it's like burnt to shit. She was like, I can make bacon I like bits the for you. Stuff, yeah, um, and I was like, no, I can't do that. Like, and it's not like no meat March doesn't exist because I give a fuck about animals. I don't, I don't care about <laughs> animals. I have no. Uh, I have no emotional attachment to animals, so this isn't like a moral thing. Save the fucking chickens thing. Um, it's like me, a if I can do it type thing. It, for me, it's that like so. It I, might generally help your health. Yeah, I have a lot of stomach issues, and I, I eat a lot of shitty food, and so my thought was, well, if I cut meat out of my diet, because I was a vegetarian for a short period of time, like a year. 10 years ago um like i just did it because i was just like i want to see if i can do it and so i was like well i have a bunch of stomach problems i eat a bunch of shitty food so if i cut meat out it will cut a lot of the shitty food that i And it's not meat that's shitty it's hamburgers and shit that are that are but if i cut it out i know that i will eat less shitty food and i'll probably eat less food in general and like i'm okay with that i can stand to like drop a few pounds. I got pandemic weight that, we I, all, that I need we're to all, get rid of. We're all in our thirties now. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, no meat March is successful at least through this first week. So I'm, I'm excited about that. And I guess we'll I'm, probably... I'm doing it, not excited and hating you a little bit. Well, we'll see how, <laughs> we'll see how it gets by like April. It, we could be starting episodes just at each other's throat by, <laughs> by the third week of March. So I will praise Trump right now for a, ste- a, a cheesesteak. <laughs> yeah. Get the fuck out Yikes. of here. <laughs> so Frank just landed in the fascist category on the board. Um, all right, so tonight we're going to talk about Dan Bongino, um, who is just a dick, man. Like, and we're going to prove it. Um, Jim, I'm really excited. Frank's really excited. Frank actually prepped this one. And then, I've purposely and then avoided this motherfucker because I, yeah. I, like, I've heard you know like five minutes at a time of him talking. Yeah, and that's yeah. all I needed. That, that's too that's much. That's all I needed. Much all you need. Too much. We're gonna do several more minutes of of him talking tonight. Yeah. Um, What's ironic is this gonna feel like forever and but honestly we're just doing like two small clips of two much larger shows yeah. that are only an hour like mm-hmm. and it he just is the most boring man alive he really is he's, he's like got none of the zest of a tucker carlson and or like any of our other guests like it's weird we'll get they, into yeah, it yeah it is weird because he so, says all the same shit but so he sounds like how stale urine looks yeah we'll talk about it later <laughs> yeah, but imagine tucker with this topic and the way and the fake outrage yeah. he can muster so before we get to the topic because jim doesn't know what the topic is either um for which is which is manufactured like that is very much on purpose well, it's uh, always manufactured yes uh dan bongino let's say who he is real quick dan dan I don't care about his middle. What is name. his middle name? John. Oh, 
That's stupid. <laughs> right. Daniel I I, John Bongino? I thought I was... Daniel John Bongino. That's oh, hard that's, to that's, say. Yeah. I thought I was going to be of. able to make fun of like the middle name, though, but it's fucking boring. Yeah, John. it's John. Um, born Danny de- Johnny Bongino. <laughs> born December 4th, 1974, is an American conservative political commentator, radio show host, and author. He served as New York City Police Department officer for... Uh, I'm sorry, from 1995 to 1999, and is a Secret Service agent from 99 to 2011. Bongino ran for Congress unsuccessfully as a Republican three times. He currently hosts the Dan Bongino Show on Fox Nation and Westwood One Radio Affiliates and Unfiltered with Dan Bongino on Fox News. So, to, to lose three times and then to still somehow get a radio show and a job on Fox... Like so you're he, a loser. In, you don't know shit about politics. You, to, he was he in some win. form of law enforcement for almost twenty years. Yeah, and, and, he, and he has no perspective on life. No. How does that happen? And didn't he also write a book about his time in the Secret Service? But yeah. It was really boring because yeah, he didn't really he didn't, say anything. Yeah, and he actually early on he rejected uh, birtherism. He wasn't like that. Wasn't even the hook of the. It wasn't even like. I know he wasn't born here because yeah. I, you know, like, yeah, he yeah. Has, there was just nothing. He just like, I was a Secret Service agent. Buy my book. Let me in Congress. So I don't have. I w- I won't call this necessarily a Freudian slip this time, just because of the way that it's, it, because I don't know that it serves in the way that 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 we use usually use the 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 clip. Um, I call this an out of context bite, but we're totally gonna spend the next however long putting it into context. Um, it is kind of the thesis, and Jim, I'm super excited now to finally unveil like what this, <laughs> what Bongino's topic is for, for our discussion. Using your role as the head of the Catholic Church to push failed socialist ideas, which have led to the deaths of millions of people. What? The Pope is a socialist. And he's blaming the yes, Pope for millions. Yes. He's oh. blaming the Pope himself for yeah. millions of deaths. No, no, for pushing an agenda that has led to millions of deaths. Yeah. Yeah. For, for cheerleading it, essentially. The Pope is a socialist. Uh, well, I mean, if, well, he, if, he followed, way, if he followed Jesus correctly, he'd be a socialist. In a way, he kind of is, but, like, Bongino is nowhere near, like, he's not be, ready to, to be go fair, that deep. To be fair, this Pope has followed Jesus the closest <laughs> of all the Popes. See, and that's why I'm interested when I heard this topic, because this had everything we needed. It's going to get Brandon riled up on the socialist angle. Oh, yeah. Because that's 100%. his hot button. Yeah. Jim, you're going to hate this because, like like you said, this is one of the like one of the most well-respected bon Popes we've had be, in a long time. Yeah, and Bongino's going to be we've like... Had, I, I don't, I'm not... Right, as, the, yeah. well, the but world, as the world, I yeah. guess, yeah. Bongino is mad because he's not his brand of Christianity, <laughs> like well, the, uh, the hateful American Christianity. B- before we even get you di- fucking hit the nail let, on the head, let, that is let, exactly what yeah. he's pissed about. Let me have a caveat on that. There's a lot of American Christianity that's not hateful, but like the loud assholes are obviously the ones. Yeah, like, you know the like one? Dan Bongino or uh, uh, what's his name, the dick that has like that national show and he made the the, the Pat the, Robinson or. Uh... King Copeland? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is going to be... Uh, they're different. They're different animals. Uh, King Copeland is definitely preying on a different... He's got more charisma than Dan Bongino, probably. Uh, He's got more energy, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, I don't know. So these first set of clips, uh, the first four clips that we're going to play tonight come from the Dan Bongino show um, on Fox Nation. It's uh, number 1695, which aired January 31st 
of this year, 2022. So, um, so it's it's from Fox Nation. I believe he also puts it out as a podcast. So number 1695 is, I believe, the episode number the, of the podcast, which yeah. is like an hour recap. Yeah. Right. Um, the the balls in this guy to go after the Pope. <laughs> yeah, it, with this, this flimsy shit too. Just wait till it, we get with, it's fun. We get there. This episode's fun, showing you just how bad things have gone, ladies and gentlemen. I'm a Christian. I believe in Jesus Christ. I'll say that proudly. My Lord and Savior saved me a long time ago. I read this this weekend, ladies and gentlemen, in utter disbelief. <sighs> Reclaim the net and read this article in my newsletter. Christina Moss, Pope Francis criticizes social media for allowing, quote, misinformation to spread. The Pope now is playing the game, too. Pope Francis. I've got to be very careful here with my words. Not because I'm self-censoring myself, but because I prefer to give people the benefit of the doubt and believe maybe the Pope knows not of what he speaks here. <laughs> the Pope knows not of what he speaks. The balls on this guy. Yeah. Jim was right. Yeah, he's uh, he's, he's a like, guy. Because I'm, I'm not self-censoring myself. What 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 are you even talking about? Yeah. Every time anybody opens their mouth, they're self-censoring because you want to create yeah, your own narrative a, about whatever the hell you're talking right, about. It's a filter. That's how you say it, not stupidly. Self-censoring. Yeah. I love like, the, the the faux it's, like it, it's that fake outrage still like it, yeah. censorship is bad. Let I mean, me how are you say gonna I'm not going to censor myself. How are you going to turn the pope into a fucking communist? Like that's that's his angle from like off the jump is just like the pope is a fucking communist. Uh, I love that fake of, humbleness too of like I got to get away from the mic and like I don't even know if I want to say this guys because I'm a Christian. You know, yeah, like and then come back. Although I you. hate when you fucking do that. Don't do that. It makes editing hard. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck Bongino. Uh, so what a weirdo. The Pope knows not of what he speaks. That yeah, is a he fucking a great line for this stupid bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, um, he and the Pope says so, like the most obvious thing in the world. The Pope is like, there's too much misinformation on social media, which even like both sides agree with. They ex- they disagree not, on not Dan. Dan doesn't think there's so, there's misinformation on there. Oh, he totally does. He spends most of his time complaining about the fact that like people are censoring him so they can spread their COVID agenda. Yeah, yeah he's 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 dumb. Let's let him. So let's I let don't him take the reins. I don't here. understand what he's his even mad about. There, then. Yeah. Yeah, you're not going to understand a lot of this. outrage. How did we get from Pope John Paul, who I can make the case to you strongly, along with Margaret Margaret Thatcher, Lech Walesa, and Ronald Reagan, destroyed communism as we knew it at the time. How did we get from Pope John Paul to Pope Francis, who is now speaking about misinformation, I guess not fully understanding that it's a buzzword the left uses to engage in tyrannical behavior? Let me put the quote in context so we're not accused of taking something out of context. Pope Francis also criticized social media companies for using algorithms to amplify misinformation. Notice, like Jammu Green, Pope Francis doesn't seem to care what misinformation really is. Pope Francis argued those promoting truth should seek a, quote, antidote to algorithms projected to maximize commercial profit. It means working to promote an informed, just, sound, and sustainable society. This is incredible. This is the Pope, the nominal head of the Catholic Church, talking about algorithms that promote misinformation. What he's really doing is taking a shot at people like me. Dude, how— Jesus Christ! I mean, you put yourself in that box. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> but that's all. Yeah, he puts himself in that box, and that's also him. If, uh, if there is a box, he can't help but sit in it. He's like a fucking cat. If it fits, I yeah. sit. What the fuck about what the Pope said is bad? Like, and not only and did he take that, but like the like, Pope said this benign true. thing, but what he was really talking about was me. Yeah, that's like that's a level of ego, arrogance. Yeah, that yeah. is just unfathomable. That's called self projection, Dan. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. Um, do you want to read this? Yes. Um, so this is what the we're gonna get a little more into the what the Pope actually said that got Dan's fucking underwear to not. This is from uh, Reuters. Um, uh, headline is Pope says fake news disinformation on COVID is human rights violation from January twenty eighth, twenty twenty two. I agree. Right. <laughs> It's going to sound more and more reasonable as we go. Uh, Pope Francis said on Friday that spreading fake news and disinformation on COVID-19 and vaccines, including by Catholic media, is a violation of human rights. It was the second time in less than a month that the 85-year-old Pope had spoken out on the subject. Three, uh, three weeks ago, which we'll get into in a minute, uh, he condemned baseless ideological misinformation about vaccines, backing natural immunization campaigns, and calling healthcare a moral obligation. Francis made his comments in an address to members of CatholicFactChecking.com, a consortium of Catholic media whose website says its aim is to, quote, clarify fake news and misinformation, misleading information about vaccines against COVID. Um, to be, this is a quote from the Pope. To be properly informed, to be helped to understand situations based on scientific data and not fake news is a human right. Correct information must be ensured above all the to those who are less equipped, to the weakest, and those who are the most vulnerable. Francis decried uh, a spreading infodemic, which I love that term, which he said uh, was a distortion of reality based on fear, falsified or invented news, and allegedly scientific information. It was, a scientific, uh, it was significant that the Pope made this address to the Catholic media group. Some right-wing Catholic outlets, blogs, and websites have been shut down by social media platforms such as Facebook and Twitter for spreading uh, COVID disinformation. Many many have moved to other platforms. Yeah, it goes on to say, I'm just going to read this last blurb, that some right-wing Catholic media regu- uh, some right-wing Catholic media regularly hosts Francis's most severe critics, such as Archbishop Carlo uh, Maria Vigano, um, an Italian who has been in hiding for nearly three years since issuing a broadside against Francis demanding his re- resignation. In a letter to followers this month, Vigano said the virus was produced in a lab that was part of a global plot to, quote, erase all traces of our identity as Christians. God, that's ego. Uh, he also as denied if it the... doesn't kill everybody. Right. He also Inf- Infect and possibly kill he, everybody. He also denied the pandemic exists and has called it a work of Satan. That shit does it pisses exist me off. Or does it not? <laughs> like, that uh, I hate the ev- everything bad is a work of Satan thing. Right. So like that's a cop out. He it was created in a lab, and its plot is to erase all Christianity, but it doesn't exist, and it's a work of Satan. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you can tell he's a real good like yeah. grounding on what's happening with this pandemic. So I, I can just tool. pick. I just picture him in like. A wine cellar in Tuscany. I mean, to, like just yelling at the ceiling yeah. to the point that Dan Bongino is failing to make. Like everything that the Pope said is is legit. Like he's right. Yeah. Like I, how the, the fuck stupid does Bongino's audience have to be to like hear even what Bongino, the part of the quote that Bongino used, and then he focused on the word algorithms, yeah. like. 
and then we're tricked. Like, it's some keyword that, yeah. like, it has a deeper, like, we're in Q territory. Like, oh, oh he's calling up the store. Aren't, like, aren't they supposed no. to hate algorithms? Like, weren't they the first group of people to hate algorithms because uh, they were they, being used to censor them? I thought they, I thought the algorithm algorithms all leaned left. Yeah. Shouldn't Bongino be cheering that the Pope is talking about them and exposing them and, like... I think a true a I don't good know. I'm a, confused. I think a good grifter wouldn't <laughs> go after the Pope. He would spin this to like, yes, the Pope is talking about my enemies. He's on the same page as me. Right. That's how a that's how that's, a fucking talented. That's how Alex Jones it. would do it. Yes. Yeah. Like absolutely. That's exactly how he would do it. Like that's how this a is lot just of, amateur hour. Yeah. This is why you didn't win three congressional runs and fucking got drummed out of the Secret Service. Yeah, this is why you are never going to be I just think you, on he was, Fox at <clears throat> not 10 o'clock. He was running night. congressionally in the wrong locations. I mean, we have Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor. Well, Green. he moved to Florida to yeah, run. True. Like, his first two were in... He failed wherever. in Florida? Yeah. Oh, his first two were somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's 100% <laughs> yeah. on him. I think North Virginia, I don't remember where his first two were. And then he moved to Florida for his third and still lost. Yeah. Yeah, if you're losing in multiple states... Yeah. Sorry, buddy. That's that's a statement on you. Nobody else, because the the people are fucking dumb enough to, as you said, elect. <laughs> also, Gates this is and he Green. ran after being a police, New York police officer, and a Secret Service agent. Yeah, he like, should have just been a shoe in, right? Right. Like he had the exact background you, you need. You have to be a, a I mean, like class A the, fucking dickhead. The, the, the only yep. the only thing better than that. Would have been, you know, to be a Green Beret. <laughs> yeah. yeah, part of SEAL Team 6. Right, yeah. Like, he had everything you would need, and it's still just... Somehow he's failed upwards, though. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't know. Kinda. I mean, he's he's not on he's prime time. He's getting a huge fucking paycheck yeah, for spewing his bullshit. that's true. Well, here's some more of it. Who've used some of these social media platforms to get the truth out there. It's been labels as, as misinformation and disinformation by tyrannical leftists eager to shut us down. Pope, Pope Francis, being used as a tool to suppress people. <laughs> to I suppress. never thought I'd see this day. <laughs> Listen, this is serious here. And hold, hold on one second, because I want to be sure I'd say this right. You talking to your cat? Like, why are you looking down? <laughs> What's happening? He does have a Joe co-host that's in the background. He has his own Jamie. He as well. He not as long, but pretty long too. Long enough. I know Joe's a man of faith. Joe and I are both sinners, man. We got we got long resumes of sins we don't care to share on the show. Today, You've been. <laughs> trust me, it's an arm's length long. Um, Christ came for the sinner, right? Christ didn't come to save, you know, the good guys. He came to, well, he came to save everyone, but, you know, he took along with him a guy who would deny him three times in Peter, one of the most hated people alive, a tax collector, a woman accused of uh, having uh, seven demons and Mary Magdalene. One who would uh, doubt him later on after his resurrection came for the sinner. I'm the sinner. Joe's the sinner. We know that. We're doing our best to be better people every day. But for the first time in a really, really long time, I'm not questioning my faith in Jesus Christ. I'm questioning my allegiance to a church being led by someone who seems to be ushering in a new era of totalitarianism. I have never thought I'd say that. All right, so here's uh, your first problem. So he's Catholic? Yeah, uh, yeah. apparently. Like, I mean, he if he's not, then he's way too, like, then there's too much cocaine going on because you shouldn't care this much. But, yeah. He, like, yeah, he's Catholic. Um, 
<clears throat> the first problem is the very end of that statement. I'm questioning my allegiance to a church. Problem number one. Like, right? Mm-hmm. You should have allegiance to God. And, and I'm saying this as a not religious person. Like, come on. Yeah. It's not yeah. that hard to figure out, Dan. Like, if yeah, you have an you allegiance. It, so you can kind of speak yeah, a true. little bit in there. Also, and I did grow up in the Catholic Church. So um, I hate this, this fucking <laughs> hypocrisy that a lot of the, the fervent right of religion gets to. Of like, well, Christ came for the sinner. I'm the sinner. And the Pope Which said means something. I can be a dick. Well, and the, <laughs> like, but his whole point, his whole thesis is the Pope says something I didn't like, and now he's the tool of the bad guy. Well, the Pope's a sinner. God came for him. Forgive him. Like, your your own thesis point doesn't make any sense, right? Right. If you're a sinner and you're supposed to be forgiven, why are you hung up about what this guy did that's so bad? Yeah. Turn the other cheek. Alleged so bad. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, it's, 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 it's unbelievable. It's, he's, the, the Pope's trying to be a better person, and you got... Bangino over here. It's cr- it is crazy. And right now, I mean, so far, Bangino has read one quote and has put so many words into the Pope's mouth cons- that he never said. Conservatives literally take all of any governmental form of like the teachings of the Bible. They hate them. Like help the poor, help the sick. Like they hate them. They're just like, no, that's a burden on me. And. Like, what the fuck is going on? Well, I think what might have been going on, because uh, Bongino even talked about it, that, that uh, or we talked about it in the last uh, source, right, um, that the Pope had spoken out three weeks earlier. Right. And then it gotten a lot of news. Mm-hmm. Because it was the first time the Pope had ever actually come close to, like, backing vaccine mandates. Right. Um, so this piece is from Reuters again. Uh, three weeks earlier, the Pope backed backs COVID immunization campaigns, warns of ideological misinformation from January 10th. Uh, Pope Francis on Monday condemned baseless ideological information about COVID-19 vaccines, backing natural immunization campaigns and calling healthcare a moral obligation. Uh, he spoke in his yearly address to the diplomatic corps accredited uh, to the Vatican, sometimes called his state of the world address because it is a broad survey of the global situation. Um, his words to diplomats, to diplomats from nearly 200 countries marked the closest he has ever come to a de facto backing of vaccine mandates, which has become a controversial, which has become controversial in Italy and other European countries. Francis dedicated about a fifth of his six-page address to the pandemic, warned against ideological uh, statements regarding vaccines. I'm not going to read the rest of it because it's pretty much the same thing he said before. Right. It's just like, yeah, don't spread misinformation. People should have access to life-saving vaccines. Right. Yeah. Ooh, that's. That's bad. How well, dare he talk about? Mm. I mean, like, how is it? Didn't we have a pope it, back in the forties <clears throat> who kind of looked the other way on Hitler? Yeah, we've how had is a bunch that, of shitty popes. How is, is it that lots. Italy? How is it that Italy, of all places, is like refusing the hardest in all of Europe? They got hit the hardest. You would think that they would not want to have a repeat. Yeah. Uh, well, that was when they Liberties, were not. They were, that was when they were saying it didn't exist. Now right. they're saying it's the work of the devil. Well, now Bongino saying, "Listen, if you're for, also, <laughs> we have to we have to say this because I laughed real hard at it at the at the beginning of the clip. He he said that the Pope is just a tool to suppress people. Su- suppress. Uh, you mean oppress? <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that is the nitpickiest of the the things we're gonna say about him, though. Because <laughs> yeah, he, I can forgive misspeaking. I can't forgive the rest of this on his part. <laughs> nah, let's uh, let him throw around some. Th- <laughs> I'm not gonna give him an inch. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gonna, appreciate that. He, he's going to throw around some threats, I guess. They're threats from him. In his, in, in, his in his mind, it, it's it's weird. It doesn't hold any weight. I'm beginning to wonder myself, as someone who provides a lot of capital resources to the church, if that's a mistake. If I'm empowering this, that's a really hard thing for me. This has been a key part of my life for a really long time. Jesus Christ will always be my savior, but I don't think you need an intermediary to get there. And I have to tell you, I've never been so disappointed. There are a lot of good people in the Catholic Church who do a lot of really good things. But this stuff has to stop immediately. If you can't unequivocally come out and render unto Caesar what is Caesar, render unto Christ what is Christ's, and can't say that you unequivocally support free speech, understanding that the alternative is far more pernicious, then I can't be a part of it. You're on the wrong side of history. And believe me, it pains me to say that. Okay. So he's not going to put his $5 in the basket? Yeah, and I'm sure that... His tithe. I'm sure the Catholic Church is just going to crumble without his money. Yeah, they've been around They don't have a a bigger GDP than most countries. Right. Um, It's also the thing that, like... It's fucking stupid. uh, What annoys me is that if you're following... If you follow the Catholic Church and the news... um, you know that there, especially since like I've been alive, we are all remember the early two thousands and the child sexual abuse scandals, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are plenty of reasons to be disappointed with a pope's response and the Catholic Church in yeah. general. Definitely, right? Like, definitely, like he's not. There is no government mandate, and there hasn't been a government mandate, and the Pope is not saying that there should be a government mandate against your free speech. However, he's supporting that social media companies stop allowing you to have your speech on their platform. And that's that's a private company saying that we're not going to let you say this on here. And that's just even, like every newspaper has ever done in history. And that's even like if you went in the 1800s, if you went to a newspaper and said some outlandish crap and like that's what you wanted to, to write, they would tell you fuck off right and that's not like infringing well, on your free speech well, and your you can go around like, as a town crier just yelling that all the time and like your example is even like the, the nobody's bit, gonna shoot you for it well big, they might if it's a private citizen but <laughs> you're talking about like the extreme case of it too like being completely removed which i have little faith in just ca- like capitalism to allow that to happen um, yeah, like what his, the Pope is saying is he's, don't he's complaining have, about free speech while being on Fox News. Right. Your free speech, well, quote the, unquote, is not being infringed. The, the Pope isn't even saying take Dan Bongino and people who spread bullshit off. He's saying don't use algorithms to mass feed them to dumb people. Yeah, that yeah. and just right. a, a general, about, a general yeah. plea not to listen to them. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. So that was pretty much how that was how he ended that episode, right? Like, did he end on the Pope with that episode on January thirty first? Yeah, that was actually how, no. I think he came back for a short segment, like gotcha. maybe another five ten minutes. But yeah, um, yeah. We, so, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna talk about. Do we want to talk about the child sexual abuse scandal? Like, I mean, what, did you want to read that or just we can? Um, yeah, I, it's fine. For for, I mean, with his entire point. 
of of the this segment on his show being that the Pope is bad. Yeah, I think it's important to lay out that like this is and this came out right when he's. Like yeah. three days before you recorded this, or yeah. no, a, a week, yeah. So this is from the Washington Post on January 20th, 2022. Uh, the the headline is, German investigation accuses Benedict uh, the, 16th. the 16th of wrongdoing and handling abuse cases while Archbishop of Munich. Uh, Church Commission German investigation on Thursday accused Pope uh, em- Emeritus Benedict the 16th of wrongdoing in his handling of sexual abuse cases during his time running the Archdiocese of Munich between 1977 and 1982. The law firm that carried out the investigation said Benedict's claim to have no direct knowledge of the cases were not credible. Its findings amounted to a searing judgment on one of the most influential Catholic figures of the last century. At a news conference to unveil its nearly 1,900-page report, the firm said Benedict, known as Cardinal Joseph uh, Ratzinger at the time of the cases, could be accused of wrongdoing in four of them, including one in which he knowingly accepted a priest into his archdiocese even after the cleric had been convicted of sexual abuse in a criminal court. Quote, the present findings indicate that Cardinal Ratzinger had knowledge of the history of the priest, said Martin uh, Poosh, Poosh, uh, one of the lawyers involved in the report. The report, commissioned by the Archdiocese in Munich and compiled by German law firm uh, Westfall Spilker, Watzel, Watzel, provides an exceedingly rare insight into how someone who went on to become the Pope acted behind the scenes in one of the defining crises of the modern church. the sorry. The cases pertain to a time well before the scale of clerical abuse was common public knowledge. While focus had narrowed in on the former pope's role, the report, which was released after a midday news conference, looks more than seven looks at more than seven decades within the archdiocese. It identified at least 497 victims over that period and investigated allegations against 261 people. 205 of whom were clerics. Those figures do not reflect the entire scope of the abuse the investigators believe was happening, Poosh said. Quote, we are convinced that the dark field in this regard is much wider. German news reports have long raised questions over how complicit the retired pope was in enabling the priest to remain in the church work involving children and continue to abuse. In 1986, Huelman was uh, given a suspended jail sentence for abusing children, but was still allowed to remain in the church. He was only removed in 2010 when it was discovered that he was still working in close contact with the children. Yes, if you're going to take with children, if you're going to take a an approach that like I don't know if I can support the church, like this is a weird time to do it. The Pope gives a just a benign speech about the spreading of misinformation online. And he's like, I don't understand how this didn't do it. Yeah. Well, because he doesn't well, really care. the Catholic yeah. way is to turn the other cheek. Just yeah. hashtag save the children, right? Because let's go back to the time when he was pimping that, when Bongino was all about the children and the pedophiles that are running around right. our government. He doesn't actually give a shit about kids being abused. No. None of them do. None of them did. Yeah. yeah. And Even it pisses me off. Everyone that used that stupid hashtag, uh, save the children, they didn't actually give a fuck about the kids. If nope. they did, that hashtag would still fucking exist. But, like, <laughs> there, were, like, there were three or two major headlines happening with the Pope in January of 2022. 
One was this report commissioned by the church itself that was fucking really damning to the last pope who was still alive, Mm -hmm. which is a situation we have not had in, what, hundreds of years? We've had, you know, a pope retired when he didn't die. Yeah, popes typically die. Like, that's how it And part of it was probably because of the way he handled all this shit for fucking 20 years. It was a forced retirement. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, so, and then the other story- that was the one story about the Pope coming out. The other story in the in the news that month was the Pope says that uh, it's co- social media companies use algorithms. And Bongino saw algorithms. He's like, that's the one to be mad about. Yep, that's the one. My audience is going to eat this up. He's not done on this episode either. Like, he is done with this episode now. Yeah. But the next day, he's like, we should talk about the Pope some more. Oh, my God. Some of you guys <laughs> emailed me. And, uh, and so, oh, yeah. Now, I know you like it. Now we're about the Pope. Uh, so the, this next conversation, uh, comes from the next day, the Dan Bongino, Dan Bongino show on Fox nation. Uh, this is from February 1st, 2022. Um, the judgiest people in the world don't like being judged and this, and this is now they're angry about it. Yeah. Because one Pope is telling you to do better. So he's the worst Pope in history. Yep. Because the Catholic way is to just go into the confessional booth and then never talk about it ever again. Yeah. I mean, power structure, right? Like, (laughs) the, yeah, like, I I got called out. I hate it. (laughs) Listen, I had a very troubling conversation with you all yesterday, a dialogue, even if I couldn't hear you talking back. It's not a dialogue. um, I could read you talking (laughs) back because a lot of you sent me emails and messages on social media accounts saying, Dan, uh, thanks for covering uh, the the ongoing crisis with Pope Francis and the Catholic Church. I am deeply troubled with the leadership at the Catholic Church these days, including Pope Francis. And it is not a Catholic Christian specific uh, argument and conversation we're having here. This argument is bigger because Pope Francis is 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 a v- extremely powerful voice who should be using his platform as the titular head of the Catholic Church. He should be using his platform to be speaking about things that would really make a difference for the freedom, liberty, um, prosperity, and and, and livelihoods of people, which is lifestyle choices. That's what he should be talking about. The epidemic of, of single parents, of absentee fathers, the abortion crisis in this country, generations being wiped out, school choice issues, so everyone has access to education. That's not what he's talking about. Wait, so did he... What he should be talking about is that everybody should have free ac- or should have access to education. Isn't that like so? You're a Bernie bro. Like, is that That's what it what sounded like? Bongino just said. It's so hard for me to call him Dan Bongino with while having a fake Twitter account. Don Bangino. <laughs> Don Bangino. Yeah, like that's all I want to say this whole episode. This is so <laughs> tough for me. Um, yeah, like, dude, what? Like, and I would challenge you to say that the Pope didn't talk about any of those things because you're only outraged at what did it say? A fifth of six a six page address was about the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. So that's like what, like four or five pages of other shit. Like what? I would challenge Don. You know, tell me what the the Pope said because he can't. He ran headlines with buzzwords and yeah. he's stewing up a fucking brouhaha over that. But he can't tell me what the Pope is actually saying. Now, something he just tells wants me the good outrage. Catholic didn't watch the speech. Yeah. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. That would be hard. You like he doesn't speak Italian or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if the Pope I, speaks Italian. He yeah, he, does he does. Oh, does he? yeah. Or, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, I think all of their I He don't know. um I that's what the reason I didn't cuz uh, everything I think everything, they just speak in their native tongue usually. Yeah, he's right? from yeah. Argentina. Okay. 
But um, that's the reason I, I I tried to pull some Pope clips, but they're all subtitled, and the ones that did have narration just didn't yeah. work with two people talking. No, it's easier to just read it at yeah. that point. Or let fucking and it is, read it. Honestly, it's very boring. What he's saying are just very common. It's not yeah. like the hardest stance anybody's ever taken. This this next clip, though, is one of the ones that made me giggle a lot when I heard it the first time. Because I listened to this whole episode, or well, this whole segment from his show. I, I didn't... Actually, no, I did listen to his whole show, um, and it, and this segment, um, or or this this bit from from this conversation made me laugh so much because it's, I don't know, he's trying to draw a connection where I don't think that there's one, so we can debate that and after this, as we saw yesterday from Reclaim the Net, Pope Francis is abusing his platform. As the head of the Catholic Church, he's abusing his platform to talk about social media allowing misinformation to spread, giving a de facto wink and a nod to the censors out there who've targeted people like me, Joe Rogan, Tucker Carlson, and others because they believe in socialist principles like shutting people down when you disagree with their political ideology. And the Pope is by default giving them a wink and a nod by claiming, hey, social media companies, your algorithms are allowing people like Oh, Dan Bongino, I don't know, to spread their wicked ideas or whatever. What ideas are those? Freedom and liberty? This entire, no, they're not freedom and liberty. No, it's misinformation and fake news. When you are factually news. wrong, he, he people also, are allowed to tell you that you are factually wrong. Yes. He also is, like, the, the level of conceit here, right? Like, dude... Why are you making this about you? You know why like, he's making why? this about him? Because he just got kicked off of YouTube. Yeah. And so That's now, the whole reason he's, he's doing, these, doing these, these episodes. He's doing the Alex Jones thing where he's like. Or the Joe Rogan thing where he's it's like, why, it. did, why did you get kicked off of Twitter? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. But like just the fact, the connection that I don't believe is there is when he says like, pe- like censor people like me and Joe Rogan and Tucker Carlson. You are not like Joe Rogan and Tucker Carlson. You're more like Tucker Carlson than you are Joe Rogan. But like. You're not it, even in the same stratosphere as those no, guys. No, in the sense that, like, you guys say controversial shit, yeah, but nobody ever fucking talks about Dan Bongino. Like, nobody Very gives little. a shit about Dan Bongino. he's got as much personality as a brick. And yeah. so I think that, like, that— And he's a th- follower. When he tries to, like—this is his trying he's to try- brew up a he, storm. He's trying to Lindsey Graham— Tucker Carlson right now. Yeah. Like, I'm going to just <laughs> jump on those coattails real quick. Like, we're the same. No, you're not. You're way less interesting. And, like, you're just a dick. Like, yeah. Uh, this is why uh, you're not going to, like, you'll never have the level of undeserved stardom that Tucker Carlson has because you're a just wink. not interesting enough. A wink right. and a nod to the censors. Like, he, <laughs> he didn't call you out by name. He just said there's a lot of people that are factually wrong. And, like, he didn't even say and, that. Yeah, so this is from the Brookings Institute, How Misinformation Spreads on Social Media and What to Do About It, from May 9th, 2018. Uh, last year, the company's engineering team, they're talking about um, uh, YouTube, I believe. The company's engineering team revealed how its current algorithm works. As with Facebook, oh no, this is Twitter. As with Facebook and YouTube, Twitter now relies on a deep uh, learning algorithm that has learned to prioritize content with greater prior engagement. By coming through Twitter's data... The algorithm has taught itself that Twitter u- users are more likely to stick around if they see content that has been that has previously gotten a lot of retweets and men- mentions, compared with content that has fewer. The flow of misinformation on Twitter is thus a function of both the human and technical factors. Human biases play an important role. 
since we're more likely to, to react to content that taps into our existing grievances and beliefs, inflammatory tweets will generate quick engagement. It's only after that engagement happens that the technical side kicks in. If a tweet is retweeted, favorited, or replied to by enough of its first viewers, the newsfeed algorithm will show it to more users, at which point it will tap into the biases of those users too, prompting even more engagement and so on. At its worst, this cycle can turn social media into a, a confirmation bias machine, one perfectly tailored for the spread of misinformation. That is what the Pope is talking about. Yeah. That algorithms... That explains aren't... why I'm seeing less and less of the hockey people that I follow. Right. Algorithms, uh, they, they, they're important to social media companies because they, they up engagement. They up the idea they're going to sell you on ab, red avenue, mm -hmm. ad revenue. But what it really does is it, it makes an echo chamber. Yeah. And that's how we've gotten so heated in the how last five years. How have we years. been talking about echo chambers being bad since, like, 22016 and we're still creating them? Yeah, and what, what social media has done worse. short answer capitalism. But what social uh. media has done is turn the ability you don't have to have a group of like minded friends to have an, like this is kind of an echo chamber, <laughs> a little yeah. bit. Sort um, of. But you sort don't. Of. Yeah, but we keep each other in check. We're also because... not making billions of dollars off of other people's misery. Right. So like you know, and we, and well, we not, still do we're research. We're also not that... forcing thousands of other people's to like believe what we have to say. No, but we would like them to, so share this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's like, if you get down to what the Pope is talking about, and it should be something that everyone agrees on, that echo chambers are bad. And it's it's no, look at the United States. Look at, at how much we are divided right now. That didn't come out of nowhere. That has a cause. And one of the root causes is the internet and social media. Yeah, it's, I could have swore it was the we, Pope. We've been talking about <laughs> echo chambers for Socialism. eight years, guys. Eight years. And it's getting worse. Love yeah. it. So the idea that there needs to be and an, like taken into account that algorithms are a part of a problem, I think, is very I mean, like smart of the Pope to say. Yeah, the, these worsening the, echo chambers are why douche faces like Dan Bongino think they're right. Yeah, that's why You're they exist right, too. Yeah, like well, it's honestly why, why they exist. Dan Bongino doesn't deserve a show. Yeah, he wasn't interested. Like, so enough. much of his content is based on these inflammatory tweets that get retweeted. He sees a meme, he bases a whole episode about it. Other people see it and post it to their Facebook, and they believe it now. Yep. Like, yeah. I mean, the guy wasn't interesting enough to get elected, yet here he is. Three times yep. in multiple states. Yeah. One of which was Florida. <laughs> That's a shame. Um, do you want to get into his grievance now? Why he was kicked off of uh, uh, YouTube? Uh, yeah, he was, uh, so this is from Newsweek, right? Uh, Dan Bongino banned from YouTube over, I'm sorry, for COVID misinformation. So, I'm surprised he made it two years into the pandemic. Before <laughs> he, he, got yeah, no shit. he even threatened a couple times, I think. Uh, this is from 126.22. Conservative commentator Dan Bongino has been banned from YouTube over COVID misinformation uh, shortly after he pledged to leave the video sharing network. Um, YouTube had issued seven-day suspension on Bongino's secondary YouTube channel. Was that a little bit like a you-can't-quit-you're-fired yeah, moment exactly. by YouTube? Yeah, exactly. That's actually what he claims they're doing. Yeah. Uh, YouTube had issued a seven-day suspension on Bongino's secondary YouTube channel on January 20th for claiming that face masks are, quote, useless in preventing the spread of COVID-19. His claim violated YouTube's policy forbidding COVID-19 misinformation. However, Bongino allegedly tried to circumvent the suspension by posting videos on the YouTube channel for the Dan Bongino show. This attempt triggered a permanent ban, YouTube said. Uh, his main YouTube channel had nearly 869,000 subscribers before it was suspended. 
uh, quote, when a channel receives a strike, it is against our terms of service to post content or use another channel to circumvent the sur suspension, end quote. YouTube said in a statement, if a channel is terminated, the uploader is unable to use, own, or create any other YouTube channels. Um, both Bongino's accounts have since been removed from the site. He will not be able to create new channels, YouTube added. Bongino disputes YouTube's version of events. Quote, hilarious watching at YouTube communist. <laughs> God damn it, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. I like how just anything, if anybody at all, yeah, anybody I, at all does anything that he doesn't like, I, communist. And that's what they all do. Um, all right, I'm going to start that over because that just, I wasn't expecting it to come four words into the sentence. Um, quote, hilarious watching at YouTube communists desperately try to save their face, save face after we told them to go fuck themselves with, it's censored, it's, there's, whatever. Uh, Bongino wrote in a Wednesday tweet, they're claiming we tried to evade suspension. Really? By posting a final video literally titled why I'm leaving YouTube? Um, in the video that Bongino referenced, he announced that he would upload all of his future uh, future videos exclusively to Rumble. Rumble is a sounds video like a dating site. Rumble, have you never you've <laughs> you've seen shit from Rumble? It's yeah. bullshit. Like a Twitter clone. Yeah, um, Rumble is a video sharing website that became especially popular among conservatives after the 2020 election loss of then President Donald Trump. Bongino has two, or I'm sorry, 2.06 million followers on Rumble, according I, to the is site. That, I dispute that number I was going to say, is yeah. that just like the thing... With Joe uh, Rogan and Getter, yeah. where they import all your fucking YouTube... Yeah. They, they have to import followers. Yeah. There is no way he there's has not, more people I'm on... I'm going to say on, that there's not 2.06 million people on Rumble. There's, I don't think there's more people on... Like, yeah, you have that many on Rumble, but you don't have that many on YouTube. Or Twitter. Where you can, yeah, where you can reach everybody. Yeah. yeah. Highly suspect that is an inflated bullshit number. Anything from an internal site like that that yeah. is trying to compete... Also, anything... It's, it's a bunch of Toms. They're automatic friends. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, right. everything Rumble puts out is fucking bullshit. Like, it is... It's... Uh, it's alt right, like eye porn or whatever, fear porn. I guess if we, we <laughs> yeah, we're, we're gonna three episodes just, yeah. in a row. Let's just coin the term. Yeah, um, we really need to put that on a shirt with like a sexy Dan Bongino fear face. porn expert. <laughs> yeah, expert. <laughs> um, let's see, where are we at? Sorry. Clip oh, eight, clip oh. eight. Yeah. Or seven. Your seven. My seven. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, the Pope, I, according to Bongino, hates fucking capitalism. I don't know. We'll let Dan Bongino tell it from the Pope's own Pope mouth. So a lot of feedback was, uh, was sent my way by people in the audience who have had enough of Pope Francis. Matter of fact, a friend of mine who's local, who shall remain nameless, sent me a text saying it's one of the things that's brought up to him most often is Pope Francis and his crisis in, in leadership. And people started sending me articles. Some I, were aware, I was aware of, or the premise behind them. Some I hadn't seen before. Here's one about Pope Francis from AP, the Associated Press. Pope Francis, market capitalism has failed in the pandemic and needs reform. Really? Market capitalism failed. I want you to listen to this quote from Pope Francis. It's a quote for the fact checkers out there, Tom Kircher. Um, it's a, you know, the... <laughs> Tom, world's worst fact checker, right? This is an actual quote. 
The fragility of world systems in the face of the pandemic is demonstrated that not everything can be resolved by market freedom, he wrote. It is imperative to have a proactive economic policy directed at promoting an economy that favors productive diversity and business creativity and makes it possible for jobs to be created and not cut. He's... What's wrong with that? It, it, if you say it angry, your fucking listeners might think it's bad. Like, that's yeah. all I can think. Everything that he I'm, says, I'm just like, do you know those, what you're saying? All of his sheeple. So, Brandon, you are uh, you grew up Catholic. I think you're agnostic now. Yeah. I've been pretty much atheistic my whole life. I find it weird that we're the ones de- like defending the Pope. Yeah, like, and there are there's plenty of things that I think you want to criticize the Catholic Church or any church for. Yeah, like well, having your stance on homosexuality. You guys can fine. recognize when somebody's just genuinely being a good human being. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But like in the same way, we can totally see when someone is being just a dick, like Bongino is. Yeah, and just gonna make up stuff and put words in the Pope's mouth. Yeah, I'm not even a big fan of like the whole idea, like the fact that a Pope exists in the first place. It's like the kingdom of the church. That's fucking weird. Yeah, he's the he's and the literally coron- the king yeah. of the church. Like and the way they coronate a new Pope. Like, but the, this the one's not a bad guy. So if well, he like, does influence people, if he does influence so, the church, good. Like for real. In its yeah. original structure, <laughs> it was bad because that's why we had crusades. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. But it, now it's just like figureheadism. It's like the Queen of England. All right. Uh from so Jim, do you want to read this next one? Uh this is from AP News. Pope market capitalism has failed in pandemic needs reform and this is from October 2020. So you kind of get an idea of uh what the fuck Bongino is talking about. All righty. Pope Francis says the coronavirus pandemic has proven that the magic theories of market capitalism have failed and that the world needs a new type of poli- a new type of politics that promotes dialogue and solidarity and rejects war at all costs. Okay, so far, so good. <laughs> Francis on Sunday laid out his vision for a post-COVID world by uniting the core elements of his social teachings into a new encyclical aimed at inspiring a revived sense of the human family. Fratelli Tutti, which means brothers all, was released on the feast day of his namesake, the uh, the peace-loving St. Francis of Assisi. The, are these Italian words? like Assisi, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I can't pronounce these. <laughs> <laughs> the document draws its inspiration from the teachings of St. Francis and the Pope's previous preachings on the injustices of the global economy and its destruction of the planet and pairs them with his call for greater human solidarity to confront the dark clouds over a closed world. In the encyclical, Francis rejected even the Catholic Church's own doctrine justifying war as a means of legitimate defense, saying it had been too broadly applied over the centuries and was no longer viable. It is very difficult nowadays to invoke the rational criteria elaborated in earlier centuries to speak of the possibility of a just war. Francis wrote in the most controversial new element of the encyclical. How the fuck that's the most controversial thing? Like, I have no idea. You know? Yeah. War is bad. <gasps> You're wrong! <laughs> Witch! Burn him! Yeah. <laughs> like, what the yeah. fuck? He cited the grave loss of millions of jobs as the result of, a vi- of the virus as evidence of the need for politicians to listen to popular movements unions, and marginalized groups to craft more just social and economic policies. He denounced populist politics that seek to demonize and isolate and called for a culture of encounter. 
that promotes dialogue, solidarity, and sincere effort at working for the common good. I he- I love the Pope. Here's why. I love the fucking Pope because like G- he's the most Christ-like figure that has been in that position for such a long time. And he's so much more Christ-like than all of the Christians that fucking follow him. Like there's well, the, like, American Christians. Yeah. yeah and not, that is a very straight group. Yeah. In, in so many words, he essentially said that everybody deserves a job. Right. And, and okay. it sucks that this the people. Bad. Why? And it sucks that the people who lost the Maybe most during Von this Gino's pandemic right. were, the, were the poorest. Maybe Von Gino's right. Maybe the Pope is a socialist, just like Jesus. Like yeah. I, everybody deserves a fair shake. No. Yeah. 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 I have a hard time believing that if Fucking Jesus were here man. today, he would be like, "They won't let me spread disinformation on YouTube." <laughs> Fuck it. That's that's the worst thing ever. Yeah, but Jesus is coming for me because I'm the sinner. No shit. Don't fucking bask yeah. in it. Don't <laughs> like, be on YouTube so saying masks are useless. They're not. Doctors wear them when they perform surgery. Why would they be useless? So he gives they, like... Oh, you dickhead. He gives... The, the Pope gives a handful of reasons why capitalism has some shortcomings. Like, he doesn't say that it needs to be done away with altogether. Right. Just needs to and be he reformed. doesn't call for socialism, communism, or anything I mean, else. Like, yeah, he's not saying, hey, seize the as, means of production, as, people. Yeah. As like, the world's population grows, so does the need for jobs. The, what? what? Yeah. I don't... And a lot how, of the, how are we mad at this? And a lot of the popular movements and, we are uni- not. and unions he's talking about are, like, very democratic, like, capitalist, like... Movements, you know, like that are supposed to protect workers and make lives better, and then thus, like, people have more money and more prosperity. And it, it just points out, like, how fucking actually fascist the right is. Like, getting. it does not matter what you say about capitalism, if it even hints negative, they hate you. Yes. Your economy. And it's, it's, I don't get what is about, like, I don't get why they rush to defend it so much. Is it a fear of communism, a hatred of communism that like that the Cold War instilled in them and their parents that they passed it down? I do think that that's like what, I think it a lot why? of that plays. Like I think when like I'm I think when boomers are very considerably less um that it won't be like that the capitalism like socialism conversation will not get as heated because like, I, I don't think I, most of us give a young fuck. people especially I don't, don't understand communism or socialism with the same view I, that older no. people do i just don't understand why like we can point out the shortcomings of capitalism and they just they're they're like fuck it press on keep it the same like if society works better as a whole the economy gets better and your life in turn gets better. Maybe and the answer. To but the, is it is it just like I don't want anybody else to succeed but me? Maybe, is that the problem? Here? Maybe the answer to that question is that if you're allowed to poke the holes or at least point out the flaws in capitalism, then it would be reasonable that you would be allowed to point out the flaws in communism with the intention of fixing it. Correct. Right, and to make that point, but that but the two are against each other, and they've been it, 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 like they have the 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 Reagan era boomer Republicans like it, it has been for it's, it's not even Reagan era like for all of American history like it's been propagandized so hard white picket fence capitalism the commies are bad that if you're allowed to say 
we should fix one, then you'd have to be allowed to say that we should fix the other. And they can't coexist in their mind. Well, and I think that's, you both more the, than two options, and we all know that they can't hit fathom anything more than binary. I think you're partially right, Brandon. <laughs> but I think Jim hit the nail on the head when he said that, uh, like, it's just it, why about we can't fix it? It's, it's going to remain this way the, uh, forever. That's kind of Bongino's point, is that like the Pope is just talking about like fanciful ideas of heaven here on earth. That's not achievable. Really? Um, listen, I believe in a second creation, and I believe in heaven. I wouldn't be a Christian otherwise. But that heaven is not on earth. You want to create a market economy or some derivative of some socialist economy where jobs can be created and not cut? Where exactly is that going to happen on planet earth? That sounds like socialist claptrap to me. Sounds like a utopian vision that's not real. It's kind of like the same stuff socialists have promoted throughout human history with the easy answers to difficult questions that have gaslighted a lot of people into thinking the tyranny of socialism is a better path forward to prosperity. Sounds exactly like the rhetoric like that. The balls on Bongino to say, like, you're just peddling easy answers. But we both agree that there's a heaven, so we don't have to be worried about when we die. <laughs> yeah, there, like, motherfucker, of course easy, he's peddling he's easy like, answers. He's like, it's there religion. is an easy place. There's an easy place. But it's not going to exist while well, I'm alive. Yeah, no right. shit. Because you're, you're keeping us I from getting I love that there. idea of like, you're just talking about a better world, but why bother? We know we can't have it, so I, leave that to heaven. I always love to when these guys get going about socialism. When when these guys get going <laughs> about like, oh, the promises of socialists and blah, 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 blah. You know, like well, easy like, answers. Like, dude, they you can't, are not describing they socialism. They can't say the yeah. word socialism without also adding in tyranny. Yeah, right. Yeah, what what it is is that uh, uh, like people like Bernie promised that like hey if we use socialist programs we uh, you know we can improve everyone's life right and what the right hears is that like oh they're offering a magic like solution like yeah. a, you know that's not what they're offering no. <laughs> they they highly misunderstand socialism anyway like the any time that they use it they talk about it like it's Stalin like that's what that's what I believe that the right believes. Socialism Nothing is. about communist Russia was actually fucking socialist. No, not at all. Nothing about Russia now is fucking communist. Because like, in, instead of yeah. instead of taking all of the food from Ukraine and redistributing it throughout the entire Soviet Union, they took all the food from Ukraine and ate it all themselves. Yeah, that's not uh, socialism. No, it's not. And if we, I love that you pulled. This is my favorite source that you pulled. Frank. Uh, so we want to describe socialism just so we can get drive the point home, right? Um, National Geographic's Encyclopedia entry for socialism, grades five through eight. <laughs> I wanted to get something Dan could understand. This is this is my favorite source in the entire. You think episode. you overestimated him? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> socialism is broadly speaking a political and economic system in which proper. Property and the means of production are owned in common, typically controlled by the state or government. Socialism is based on the idea that common that common or public ownership of resources I mean, and means of we, production leads to a more equal society. Don't we already live that? We do. We do. A lot we, that we describes have, a lot of what we do in this country. We have to pay works. taxes on everything, and we have to have licenses for a lot of things. We don't own shit. Do well, we? the means of production, and and a, a lot of different sense. Obviously, you can have your own company, you can produce stuff, but the government's only allowed to produce certain stuff, right? Right. I mean, like you can't just 
go out and be, like you have to have a government contract to like build a plane that you're gonna fly through space, you know, through right. airspace. Yeah. Um, general socialism. In defining socialism, it's important to first define capitalism. Capitalism is based on private ownership of resources and means of production and individual choices in a free market. This is in contrast to socialism. According to the socialist, according to socialist philosophy, these features of capitalism lead to the inequalities in wealth and hence power and the exploitation of workers. According to socialism, notions yeah, no shit. <laughs> according to socialism, notions of individual freedom and equity, equality of opportunity, are available only to those who control the means of production. In in a capitalist society, the means this means few rich capitalists hold power at the expense of the working class. In a, in a socialist system, however, it is argued that since everyone controls the means of production, everyone is free. Holy shit, let me read that sentence again. In a capitalist society, this means a few rich capitalists hold power at the expense of the working class. That also sounds fucking familiar. Yes. You know, like, what happened with Texas's power grid last year? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's not, you know how like Amazon workers have to piss in a fucking bottle because and, and every once in a while a building just drops on them and kills a bunch of them. Yeah, because they yeah, have to work through Jeff, a tornado. Jeff Bezos has a, has a yacht big enough to have countries like recommission bridges, but the fucking workforce that he employs is on food stamps. Elon Musk made thirty five billion in one day, and most of the people who live in like Austin, Texas, don't make enough salary to afford a home in Austin, Texas. Right. This is a hundred percent not. I'm gonna say the solution to our problems, but no. when they point out the the failings of capitalism, that like their fear that it would Dude, lead it's to getting the elite, worse. yeah, like, yeah, it's getting the worse. wealth gap is yeah. not closing, and neither side has any real solution gap, for that. The wealth gap Ask currently, anybody in our generation, like. How housing is affordable compared to what the average person makes. How and anything is fucking affordable. Nothing's affordable. Like, yeah. and have you been to the store lately? Like, that's getting more expensive know. now, too. And I refuse and the, to believe that. And the same that guys that are going to be like, well, I afforded a house, so you should be able to as well, are the same ones that are the first to bitch about gas prices. Yeah. Well, they also own trucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, um yeah, let's go a little bit further here. I got a couple of more, a couple more definitions. Communism. Communism is the form of socialism based on the writings of German philosopher and, and economist Karl Marx. In a fully realized communist society, all property and goods are commonly owned by a society without government or class divisions. In such a society, production and distribution of goods is handled according to Karl Marx, from each according to his ability, each according to his needs. Uh, this is the problem with, I think, anytime they try to define something as capitalist or as communist. Like, the, like anytime they, they throw, like, Chicoms or try, try to say the Chinese mm-hmm. are communist, are you trying to tell me that the Chinese don't have a government? Like, is that is, right. that is what it's supposed to be. Yeah. They claim they're communist. They're not. If they were communists, it would the country would look a lot fucking different. Well, and this is uh, one of the like philosophical conversations. Like there are, there are that, huge class divisions well, in China, like that wouldn't exist if they not, were true communists. Not so long ago, they were communists under Mao Zedong, and they didn't have like as rough of a collapse as Soviet Russia did. So, like, it kind of just looks like. But the, Soviet, the, the, it looks like the communist Chinese society just blended into the but Soviet, democratic Chinese society. Right. Yeah, but so, so Soviet like the, Russia wasn't the even people, communist either. <clears throat> like, oh, 
I know. I'm just saying. So like, is, it, is it fair to say that in the way that we have a socialist demo- or a socialist capitalist system, they have a uh, communist capitalist system now? That it's morphed and become two different things? I just think it's a weird form China, of capitalism. China is still closer to the Soviet Union than it is the United States. Yeah. But neither one of them, yeah, like, not, not geographically, like how it's actually run. And that's the thing that I hate about the Cold War and the people that, like, came of age in the Reagan era is that, like, that word was pounded into their head. The, because they the were communi- fed a lot of propaganda well, like, in the 40s and 50s, yeah, which was but massively it's, successful. It's just unbelievable to me because it's like, man, look at Russia. Like, Russia never, like, the Soviet states never worked like as equal like lenin controlled a bunch of shit stalin controlled like there were people that there were there were dictators there yeah when you have a dictator you don't have fucking communism no the people are not controlling the means a dictator is controlling the means right and allotting them which is the the conversation that we've had i don't know if we've had it on the microphone but away from it several times that can has communism Ever, ever actually been, been implemented? implemented? No, yeah, I don't yeah, think so. it's never been implemented because no, it's just something. A it turns into something else. No. Like Karl Marx was a man with one fancy, like fanciful idea that got remembered, but no one's ever actually put it into practice. But a lot of people have yeah. fucking died over it. Yeah. Um, all right, let's define democratic socialism, and then we'll move on. Democratic socialism is a form of socialism which emphasizes that both the economy and society should be run democratically and that the goal is to meet the needs of all the people, not just a rich few. Some socialists argue that socialism does not necessarily require the government to run everything. Instead, business... So business institutions should be run by those workers and consumers that are affected by them. This could be implemented, for example, as a worker run as worker run cooperatives or publicly owned enterprises managed by workers and consumer representatives. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> like that would that seems actually like, fucking why work don't a we lot try better. That? Yeah. Why don't we get rid of fucking Elon Musk and try that shit? Like that uh God damn it! Now I'm depressed. <laughs> like the problem is that it, <laughs> from, there is, from like a fifth grade education book. The problem is trying to implement <laughs> that system in any real world country on Earth is that there are people at the top who benefit from the way the system is now, and yeah. they don't want it to change. Right. Even if they're democratic leaning or more liberal, like a lot of democratic politicians don't which is want weird, a lot of these changes because cause the, then they make less. They is, have less power. Within the context of the conversation, the Pope would be one of those guys. So that's why it's so fascinating that, that he's up there saying he's it. up at the top of the saying church. something about like this is for the common yes. good of the people. That's why I I genuinely like this Pope. He seems like a nice guy as yeah. much as a Pope can, even though they're kind of unknowable. Uh yeah, it just seems the weirdest thing for Dan Bongino to be like, "This is the flag. This is the hill I'm gonna fucking plant my flag on." It's not worth the fight, buddy. No, it's not. Yeah, he he goes on. Here's Pope Francis promoting wealth redistribution. Where's that work? So you work, you produce the few or the fruits of your labor, foods, products, and services. You're a farmer, you're a doctor, whatever it may be, and someone who chooses not to work partakes in the fruits of your labor, creating an obligation on you to work for the benefit of someone who may not want to work at all. What happened to teach a man to fish? Did I miss that? That go away? Well, it wasn't in the Bible, first of all. Um, <laughs> it's, a, it's a quote from the Chinese philosopher Lao Tzu, the founder of Taoism. It's, give a man to fish and you feed him for a day. 
teach them how to fish, and you feed them for a lifetime. You fucking hippie. That works only if everyone has access to fish. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> there you go. Which is a communist idea. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, well, whatever happened to this communist idea <laughs> that I thought is from the Bible? <laughs> yeah, no shit. It uh, isn't also that that's not uh, He's also bullshit. Like it doesn't that, create that, an obligation on like he knows to that, work. He knows that Jesus fed like five thousand people with a happy meal, right? <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't but remember. It doesn't create an obligation. No one is advocating a system in which if you don't want to work Jesus tar- charged a premium to cure lepers <laughs> like sorry dude you're over you're overdue that would be socialism <laughs> no one but no one is is like saying they want a system where like no one like where you don't I, have to work I, and like I, no, other and people I, have to pick up the slack. Yeah. No one is 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 saying that. that they're saying they should be like even ba- universal basic income people aren't saying that. No. And, like, that's a ridiculous... Also, I don't believe the Pope said anything about redistributing wealth. Also, when you talk about uh, producing the fruits of your labor, like, when he uses the the example of farmers and doctors and whatever, like, with the exception of doctors who fucking overcharge because they're in a goddamn healthcare system that just, like, rapes people of money, um, farmers don't get out of their work what they put into their work. The workforce doesn't get out of work what they put in. When you're talking no. about fruits of their yeah. labor, like, no, if if that was the true, if that way... was a true sentiment, Jeff Bezos would not make 600 million times more if, than if, his If that was true, employees. then that $35 billion that Elon Musk made in one day would have been split between all the workers that made Tesla a fucking success. Not just right. the one guy at the yeah. top Fruits of who your gets labor. to pay them substandard wages while he Fucking reaps all bullshit. the benefits. That, that, that's a myth anyway. Yeah. Um, and the Pope actually did talk about wealth, wealth distri- redistribution. Like, this is the thing that I could see people getting hot about. And I'm surprised I didn't see this more in right-wing circles being talked about. Because this is, like, true socialist, well, like, what, what quote-unquote. What did he exactly say? Well, about wealth redistribution. Let's let Dan tell it, and then we'll and then we'll read another article here. Here's another article from the AP: The Pope on taxes, a sign of equality, justice, and legality. This is just from yesterday. Pope Francis encouraged tax collectors on Monday to keep working to redistribute wealth and fund social services that help the poor, saying their efforts are a guarantee of equality that helps the common good. Really, it is. Gosh, that's fascinating. It goes on. It gets worse. Because where you see taxes collected at this really high rate, like in a lot of these European countries, you see equality explode, which is uh, inequality explode, which is really odd. It's almost like he didn't do his homework. It's almost like you didn't do your homework, and that should have been the Freudian slip right there. Because right. He, like, he fucking said it. Like, you do see equality explode like you do see people who have access to school you do see people who have access to health care you do see people who have access to social safety nets like that is equality does it come at the cost of 70 percent tax or whatever the fuck they say maybe but okay if society is damn near free at the cost of 70 percent tax Sign me up. I don't think anywhere dude. actually has 70% tax. I think that we'll get to that in time, a minute after yeah. the next clip. But, yeah. yeah, we'll get into more about, like, what free socialism or, like, what, yeah. Yeah. What that kind of stuff gets you. 
Go ahead. You can read the um, This AP. is just the same thing. He quit reading, but I want to read the rest of the or a little more of this article um, that Dan was quoting. Uh, Francis noted that the tax man is often looked at with suspicion and scorn, but he said that done well, taxation is a sign of legality and justice. It must favor the redistribution of wealth, looking out for the dignity of the poorest who risk always ending up crushed by the powerful, he said. Let us work so that the culture of the common good grows, and this is important, so that the universal destination of goods is taken up seriously. The reference to the universal destination of goods is a tenet of Catholic social teaching that holds that the goods of creation should be destined for humankind as a whole, while allowing for private property. Francis had repeatedly invoked it to uh, demand a reform of today's perversive global economic system that destroys the planet and exploits the poorest while the wealthiest reap the profits. So the the Pope preaches on a tenet of the Catholic Church. And Dan Bongino loses his mind. Anything that helps the it's a poor. Tenant it's almost of, like Dan Bongino tenant, didn't do his research. It's a yeah. tenet of your church, Dan. Yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah. like... The idea of wealth, like, isn't that something Jesus talked about? I don't about, roll like, on the Shabbos. Helping the poor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, just, I don't think Dan knows Catholicism very well for how much he claims he's offended by this pope. Yeah, he he's going to stretch here. I, I called this clip Papal Manifesto. <laughs> <laughs> Francis met with the members of Italy's tax collection agency, and recalled that the taxes they gather pay for Italy's public health care system. You mean the one they ration? You mean that one? Pope Francis urged them to defend that. Because we shouldn't fall into a health care system that you pay for where the poor don't have a right to anything. Gosh, that's awfully ironic. It's almost like the Pope read the Communist Manifesto yeah. and just started spitting out talking points he thought were really interesting. He's never read the Communist Manifesto. <laughs> nope. If he wants yeah. it, if he wants it, there's a co- there's a copy of it sitting right there. I haven't read it yet, but I am. It, that, but I'm interested that, because people like Bongino fucking misuse it. Bongino's cr- little crony <laughs> in the background, hilarious. Yeah. 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 See. <laughs> oh man, he's stupid. Like this whole thing is stupid. <sighs> Fuck Bongino. Yeah. Um. All right, I liked this next one just because it fits with... I. He's saying the same thing that every single stupid grifter, fraud, motherfucker on, that we talk about on the show says. <clears throat> Most of them. Um, this one might be one of my more favorite clips just because, like, I expected it to come sooner. So you think a public health system funded by a single payer in the government is a system where the poor don't have the right to, uh, don't uh, have the right to health care? That's fascinating because when you actually poll doctors in the UK system and you ask them how many people have been kept from health care due to rationing, most of them poor because they don't have alternatives and can't travel out of the country for health care, upwards of 5% say that they know people who died. Yes, who died waiting for rationed health care. And our Pope thinks that's some kind of benevolent system. You know what they say? You can't spell single payer without sin. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to take you to write that. It actually didn't take me that long to write that. That was the name of that clip, too. My head hurts from just, like, all of this is such a reach. Yeah. He's, the Pope is not an asshole. He's not a guy who wears fucking golden slippers. 
Pope Benedict did. Right. Um, he's a guy who goes out among the people. No pope does. The Pope Mobile exists behind bulletproof glass, right? Like, that's our entire life. Right. Like, the Pope is away from people. Like, this Pope is a man of the people. He talks about the poor. He, like, he is arguably very Christ-like. In, in, and whether you believe in, in Christ or not, like, as, a, as the Son of God, like, the way the character is written in the story, this Pope is, is living that I'm sure I disagree with him on a lot of things if I heard him yeah, speak like for long enough. Yeah, like being king of the church. So, but yeah, but like, you know, that's sure. I disagree with almost everyone on that. So yeah. Mr. Bongino took his data on the healthcare stuff from 1999. I wanted to get into this because he made this claim, right, that struck my ear. And, Jim, you mentioned it while we were listening to the clip that like up to 5% of people say that they know someone who's died because of rationed healthcare. And he's making it seem like it's this socialist idea that, like, took over Europe and, you know, or the U.K., mm-hmm. which is a capitalist country. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Um, they're, they're all capitalist they're, countries. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're all fucking capitalist countries. But I, I looked up, and actually, this is the thing I had to dig the most for. I was like, where did he get this Yeah, because the article's from 99. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't have to go to the library and, like, get, get on <laughs> get the, the actual, actual news, newspaper. Dude, the newspaper flipper thingy. The page for this <laughs> was, like, so, formatted so old school and had not been updated in forever. Fucking 20-somethings. <laughs> 20-somethings out there, like, what's a library? It was the first format of Hotmail. <laughs> <laughs> This is was this was from the BBC News. Uh, health patients suffer from uh, NHS rationing from January seventh, nineteen ninety nine. Patients are suffering, and some have died as a result of rationing in the NH- NHS. Doctors have claimed a survey of almost three thousand doctors by doctor and uh, hospital doctor newspapers found that one in five doctors know patients who have suffered harm as a result of rationing. More than five percent of GPs surveyed said they also knew of patients who had died as a result of being denied treatment on. The National Health Service, is that what it's called? I, uh, I NHS, imagine, yeah. I think, yeah. Uh, nearly half, 45% of those who responded to the survey said they were aware of patients uh, whose treatment had been delayed on grounds of cost. So, like, I'm not going to... like, the so, very last line of that says the British Medical Association wants the government to accept responsibility for rationing decisions and to consult the public over which treatment should be restricted in, on the NHS. I would imagine... That since 1999 that they've hammered out some of these issues. I mean, I would certainly hope so. Otherwise, um, we, you'd probably be seeing BBC articles about this right now. Yeah. And also, this is a really poor comparison because, like, are you telling me that people in America haven't died needlessly because they can't afford treatment? No like, shit. Fuck you. Pro- you know how much it costs to go more. through cancer treatment in this country? Yeah. Even if Dan, you have Dan insurance. just doesn't know any of those people because he doesn't associate with yeah. the poorest. My grandmother went right. through cancer, and she had insurance, and it still wiped out her bank account. It costs tons of money to I, fight that shit. I have literally Dude, never— show me one person who's been diagnosed with cancer that it doesn't, like— damn near bankrupt them and their family yeah. yeah trying to stay alive yeah and it's bullshit it's it, our our capitalist system is no better than their socialist quote-unquote system of rationing health care right you know or canada's fuck you're gonna we, find good and bad were, and both you were here uh, a year ago when my sister who has like chronic pain or whatever was being denied her over a stupid yeah. over a stupid fucking <clears throat> insurance thing yeah. was being denied her medicine and was out like could not walk could not move could like for a month for a month like and that's yeah. Medicare and that was Medicare yeah, yeah. because and Bongino's entire point is kind of based on this assumption that like 
what they're doing doesn't work, what we're doing works great. Well, that's fine. Dan, Dan Mangino is a guy who is in great physical shape. He's a millionaire. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm yeah. Sure he, he doesn't the, have I'm sure to he worry has the about best health insurance policy. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure Fox News has a great health insurance policy. Yeah, it's policy. that whole thing that like, well, see, Trump got COVID and he was fine. Trump has the best doctors in the on the planet. Yeah, yeah. like no shit. We don't all get we don't all get that lucky. Like, your oxygen doesn't get to drop to fucking eighty. Yeah. and what you, you just like pop back. What we can say is that America spends almost the most of any developed democratic nation. For, and gets the least in terms of health care per person. We spend more on it in taxes than almost any other country, yeah. and we get the least for our money. Yeah. like And, and he doesn't want to comment on that, that, the fact that a capitalist system led to this. It led to pharma companies. healthcare management and insurance companies have us by the balls. Yeah, and that's because of the way capitalism and lobbying, lobbyists have worked. And it, it's, you know, like rationing health care, while it has its drawbacks, and it definitely does— it also has a lot of advantages over the fact that the poor get steamrolled in our system, too. Capitalism doesn't lead to everyone suddenly prospering. No. It's a fucking pyramid That's scheme. That's what makes me so angry when I hear somebody like Bangino, whether they're talking about the Pope in ridiculous fashion or anyone else. Like, whenever the, the right shouts about socialism and communism, just like, yeah, but all the things that you're mad about socialism and capitalism having, we have. Like, we also have that shit. Like, we also have a group of elite fucking 1% people that run everything, that get laws written for them, that are able to avoid every... Like, they're not... And the government bails them out whenever shit hits the fan. The banks, they got bailed out. The airlines, they got bailed out. Fucking... The motor vehicle companies, they got bailed out. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff Bezos bought, uh, bought what MGM Studios so he can make the next Bond movie oh, no. for nine billion dollars. Oh no! Right? So he he bought it for nine there, billion dollars. There goes Bond. Then the 007 is dead. Like three or four months later, the co- the Congress gave him ten billion dollars for his space program. So they just bought MGM for him. <laughs> like that's all. Like <laughs> that's... why are we subsidizing billionaires? Like ugh, it's fucking stupid. Tell me I about heard, the I horrors heard you of wanted socialism. James Bond. Oh my God! If Jeff Bezos shows up as the next Q, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> I'll ask the Pope this as well. Pope Francis, who seems to have uh, inserted himself into healthcare economics and a bunch of conversations he clearly doesn't understand, or even worse, does understand, and is misleading uh, the flock about. If public healthcare controlled by government bureaucrats, which is rationed by nature, right? There's only two ways to allocate health care or any product or service. If you can tell me a third way in economics, I will award you the Nobel Prize tomorrow. That's not how that you works. You can ration <laughs> it or you can price it. Can you tell me a third way? What's the third way to allocate scarce resources? Straw man. No one is saying there's a third way. You have 10 chairs and 10 people on an island and everybody needs a chair, right? Excuse me. You have 10 chairs and 15 people on an island. There's two ways you can allocate those chairs. You can sell them to people and see who wants to work to pay for the chair, or you can ration them and tell five people to go pound sand. Who do you think of the five people who are told to pound sand? The connected people on the island or the poor ones? Maybe the Pope should think about that. I'm just asking. Um, I wonder... um, fuck weird-ass analogy? It leads to the same thing. Both statements. Like, okay, so if you you have... Ten people on an island and only five shares. Either the people, either you can uh, allot them, and the, the well-connected people are going to get the chairs, or you can let see, see who's willing to pay for the chairs. Which, in which case, the rich are going to get them. 
in either case, five the five poorest, less connected people are getting screwed. The system yep. doesn't like his analogy fails like as an analogy. Yeah. Also, yeah, it does. Also, paying for a chair just means you get to sit. Um, paying for life saving services, if you can't afford that, means you die. I got a great hey, idea. Yeah, how I, often that's, do that's a lot different people, than having to stand? How often do ten people need to sit all at the same time? What if the five chairs were I don't know communally owned, and when you needed to sit, you got to sit, and then when you could stand, you stand, and it's almost like I don't know socialism. Yeah, see, I'm going to take it a step further to the communism that Dan Bongino wants. What if five people just killed five people <laughs> <laughs> and took the goddamn chairs, chairs. for everybody? <laughs> now we all have chairs. <laughs> like fuck it, I seize I that shit. I want to remake Castaway with. Tom Hanks and he's got the volleyball and he's like, I, but I don't have a chair. <laughs> I want to remake Castaway where there's like fucking ten assholes with five chairs hanging out on the other and side just of the island. Debating what to do with the five it's chairs? Like, I've been here for so long. Guys, just sit on the beach. It's sand. Come on. Uh, Why do you need Christ. a chair on a, a fucking desert argument. island? Yeah, it what really a, a terrible argument. It really, it really didn't play. It, it kind of yeah. Fell and to his earlier taste. point about rationing healthcare, like it sucks that you had to ration healthcare in a pandemic, but it's that's what triage is, dude. It's literally what? the only way that you can save the most well, lives. Man, we were still paying for it. Yeah. everybody that got sick in one of the hospitals still paid for that shit. Yes. Yeah. And and again, we paid the most and got the least for our money. Yeah. It's. Yeah. Good night. But um, but socialism. It's like every, it's, it's <laughs> like that's. But it's like every guy, we, every stupid. person we talk about with every subject with like Tucker on Ukraine is like there's a. If you want to make a point about NATO, like, there is an intelligent point to be made that that a good faith argument that people can disagree with. Yeah, absolutely. Same thing with right now about whether the church is the force <laughs> for good. Fine. Whether uh, whether rationing healthcare is appropriate. Great conversation. He's not interested in getting deep on anything though. No, not like, at all. It's just surface level, nothing. scratch and snip, and then move on. Yeah, these healthcare management systems. Like, they could have easily funded more hospitals and more beds, but instead they paid for, like, CEOs and shit like that. Right. We had to bail out a bunch of companies. Maybe we could have been buying a bunch of excess ventilators to store in case we had a pandemic. I haven't looked it up, but, you know, just take a random stab at a, a random healthcare management system CEO salary and just kind of like divide that up on how like what was actually necessary for that person to like make a living wage and then like how many beds and new hospitals you could have had. Yeah, it's that's a lot of math to do. But or I'm pretty all sure the there'd money, be a lot more. Yeah, hospitals all the money that that pharma companies spend on lobbyists. If we had more stringent lobbyist laws, they wouldn't be. You well, know, like, that you know, money could much, go to other things that are. How much it costs for one round of insulin? Do you know why we know socialism fails, fellas? Because liberal states, duh. If single-payer health care works so well, then why can't Vermont and California, two very liberal states, why can't they seem to pass single-payer health care? Just a news article, Madison Herneiser. Herneisen, sorry. This is from yesterday. Be in my newsletter. California's universal health care bill dies due to lack of votes. It's kind of weird. California has a supermajority of crazy far-left Democrats. Why can't they pass single-payer health care? Gee, maybe because even... Gee, that's intentional. Gee, maybe because the California Democrats realize that the $319 billion price tag is entirely unaffordable all the while while they'll have to ration care while charging people more. The Pope see that? 
Is he going to inject himself in that debate? I'm just asking. That's such a false ration. Care while charging people more. That's you can't have both of those. Yeah, I also want to point out from uh, NPR uh, from January thirty first, thirty first, California Universal Healthcare Bill dies without a vote. I'm going to skip a bit of it, but down this is the important part. He literally, what you said earlier, Frank, is exactly what was happening. He was literally looking at headlines and making up his own story. Yeah, every single one of these fucking sources comes from the two-day span before he went on of this show yeah. like the the first episode we listened to was january 31st we're listening to february 1st now like he literally was just seeing what was in the news fucking what like, am i riffing about today yeah what's yep. in the, the twitter feed today or whatever site he's still allowed on so this is from uh rumble <laughs> no <laughs> this, is, this is from npr <laughs> oh man i was oh you got um, me. You got me. Uh, they talk about the bill uh, not having enough votes, so it was pulled by the person who wrote or who was promoting the bill. But uh, it goes on to say, still, debate about the bill has been dominated by cost. A study of a 2017 proposal in California estimated it would cost $331 billion for a single-payer health care option, which is about $356 billion today when adjusted for inflation. But – California is on pace to spend about five hundred and seventeen billion on healthcare in twenty two twenty two already. So like his his premise that is like they don't know how to pay for it. They don't know how to pay for the more expensive thing that they currently have. Right. That is the whole issue. Like yeah. it would be They're cheaper trying, to switch. Yes. Yeah. And it, they still don't know how they would pay for it, but they can't pay for what they have now. Right. It's like I um to use a, a shitty analogy, it's like owning a a mansion and deciding that you want to buy a trailer because you can't afford the mansion, but you also can't afford the trailer. Right. Like it doesn't matter. Like it's a better option. It's still not a good option. I would also argue one of the reasons California has a terrible healthcare system is that it has a bunch of people in it, and capitalism is not a, doesn't do well with healthcare. You need some regulation, and the poor need to be able to access it. Right. If you expect society to run well at all. Yeah. Yeah, a hundred percent. Did you like one of the things that I didn't know we were gonna get into, just based on the the content, right? We're talking about the Pope, we're talking about the Church, we're talking about Europe and socialism, and you, it doesn't shout border crisis, does it? Well, he's got to hit the he's got to hit the the. But it's the other border. Why do Italians, people from Europe and Canada, where they have single-payer health care, about 40,000 Canadians a year, cross the border for health care in the United States that they already paid for in Canada with their own tax dollars in Canada? Why do they do that? Why do they pay twice if the Pope is right? Maybe because he doesn't know what he's talking about. All right, I'm going to read this one <laughs> just because it's because the headline is too perfect. Why can't he find these headlines? Uh, this is from Vox. No, Canadians do not flee en masse for U.S. health care. And this is from uh, February 7th, 2017. Long before he was talking shit on it, definitely readily available as it is here in our outline. Uh, so let's go. Uh, one salient reason they offer... Um, even if Canadians wanted to escape their system, most probably most probably could not afford U.S. medical care. Quote: Prices uh, for U.S. healthcare services are extraordinarily high compared with those in all other countries, and this financial barrier is magnified by the ex- extraordinary strength of the U.S. dollar. Private insurance for elective services being subjected to very strong adverse selection is not surprisingly non-existent. 
Um, as the leader, as the lead author on the paper, University of Michigan's Stephen Katz told Vo- told Vox, "Quote: A hip replacement in the U.S. would cost nearly a hundred thousand dollars out of pocket, plus travel and living expenses." End quote. Waiting to get one for free in Canada is easy compared to that, he added. Quote, Canadians are happier with their system than we are, and life, expect- life expectancy and other health indicators are higher. End quote. I don't get why they're still using that argument. It never made sense to me in the first place. Because, like, they're paying completely out of pocket if they come here to get our health insurance. Right. right. I mean, Only to, the very not, rich. Not our health insurance, excuse me. Their, their health care. Like, nobody... Not even people living in the United States can afford United States health care without and insurance. Right. I actually cut the article right here. They go on to talk about a lady in the United States who's needed a hip replacement for like two fucking years and hadn't been able to get one because she could not afford it. And right. no health insurance. They don't cover pre-existing cl- he's talk- conditions. He's talking about – That's also true. He's talking That's about – another shitty thing about our insurance system yeah. is if you have a pre-existing and- condition, they will not – cover you and right. i'm sure there are a couple of people in canada that have the money and instead of waiting a well, year are willing to pay twice but guess what that's only because the canadian health system doesn't let them game the system and get ahead of line that's and, what i was no. gonna say canadian kim kardashian comes down for plastic surgery because she can afford it and, and she doesn't want to wait Dan Gino's like forty thousand. that's a pretty fucking small number when you're talking about a population the yeah. size of half a continent and when like, half of our own people like can't afford to go to the doctor on a regular basis or don't have a like primary care physician, he can go fuck himself. Like to, right. to the gall to yeah, compla- like, complain about any other people, country. How many people in just our own friends, like our own groups of friends, don't have like don't see doctors, don't have health insurance because we've never been able to afford it even into our adult life, like, even with Obamacare. And, even, yeah, yeah, like shit, I didn't do it until I graduated college. I'm so, still like, not getting out I'm of the army. Not, yeah. I'm still not covered. From getting out of the army until getting my first job, I didn't see any health care. Since with I w- the exception of uh, urgent care, if I had right. like a sinus infection that yeah. really needed to be taken care of. I turned since I turned 18 and got kicked off like my whatever whatever covers kids Medicaid Medicare. Mm-hmm. Like I have had one year of insurance in the ne- the last 14 years. Yeah, I've had, so like in yeah. four years from end of the army through college i got extremely fucking lucky that nothing happened yeah we all have that's what we're all relying on well and that's yeah we're all relying on that like and that's what scares the shit out of me that's why that's ultimately why no like even if no meat march happened too it's like my stomach hurts and it could be cancer (laughs) even if i would have went to the va i wouldn't have been able to afford it right you want to hear it explained beautifully about the real sources of inequality the pope seems to think it's capitalism hasn't done his homework apparently using his platform to push failed ideas which have led to the deaths and, 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 and the and impoverishing of generations of people. Led to the deaths, sorry for pausing it, but led to the deaths, says the guy who got kicked off of YouTube for saying that masks don't work. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking douche. Here's a great Thomas Sowell. He's on Uncommon Knowledge here with Peter Robinson. And he wrote a book about inequality, Thomas Sowell. And he explains what the real source of inequality is. And the reason I picked this clip is our Pope, you would think Pope Francis, given his place as a spiritual leader around the world, people who look to him for guidance, you would think he would be promoting things like marriage, like fidelity, the, you know, the plague of fatherless homes. He'd be talking about how, 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 uh, how terrible this has been for our families and for our communities. 
the ravages of street crime, the failures of public safety. I think he'd be talking about things like school choice. But no, he chooses to talk about free markets and capitalism instead. Straight out of the Communist Manifesto. Uh, it's so unbelievable to me. How fatherless they... homes created poor people, is what he's saying. No, fatherless homes are a result of poor people. Bingo. Yeah. Like 100%. Yeah. Not according to Dan. Yeah, well, that's because they find a way. Dan and every single one of these He's just shit like, well, grifters, who's poor right now? Fatherless homes. Okay. He, he lit, they find a way to tie everything together. Like all of the boogeymen, which is just buzzwords. They don't mean anything. They don't use the fucking terminology, right? They don't know what socialism is. They fucking shout about it. They don't know what communism is. They fucking shout about it. Like, they don't know. All he's doing... Like now, any, is, any name drops Thomas Sowell and then says nothing about what Thomas Sowell contributed. He's about to. Yeah. Well, and so I was going to look him up, and I'm glad. I see that you pulled the article, so I'm super glad that you did. But I, so I thought I wrote it down when I was listening back to the clips and, and going over it. And I was like, I need to find out who this guy is. And then I heard the clip, and I was like, I don't need to find out who yeah, this we, guy is. I was almost like, <laughs> like we don't even need to. Like, we, do, we really don't because he, like – as soon as soon as he starts talking, you're just like, oh, that I don't need to go. Fa- I don't need to go find out more and tell you more. Here's Thomas Sowell explaining why lifestyle choices, what the Pope should be talking about, are really the solution to equality. Check this out. I don't think it's, it's the marriage as such or the library cards as such. It's that there are lifestyle choices that have been made. And the, and the comparison I made was between if you look at the poverty rate among blacks, uh, uh, it was a 22 percent. And among whites, it was 11 percent. But among black married couples, it was 7.5 percent. Right. So it's not so they not only do better than blacks as a whole, they do better than whites as a whole. And so it's 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 so, so it's lifestyle choices. Similarly, with with the results and the some of these uh, more successful charter schools that uh, you have these kids not only uh, meeting, but exceeding the national standards in places like ha- Harlem and Bedford-Stuyvesant in the South Bronx. And these are not kids who are skimming the crown cream. They're kids chosen by lottery. They don't even test them for ability. They don't even look at their academic records. They take them into the schools and, and, they, and they have hard work and they, they make it clear at the outset and they don't tolerate a lot of nonsensical behavior. Uh, and, and, and these kids are doing incredibly. So first thing I want to hit on. Yeah. He does his little statistics thing there with the black poverty rate at 22% and the white poverty rate at 11%. And then he cites the married black couples poverty rate is at what? Seven, seven percent. Yeah. And, and then he says that it's even better that, than the white married couples. Right? No, no, just whites as a whole. Oh, you can't do that. You cannot take that statistic and compare it against the statistic that does not match. You would have to compare it against white married couples, which still shows the inequality. That's why he didn't compare it to the right. like. Like, you have to compare a like yep. to a like. You can't compare... You can't compare apples an, and oranges. Apples yeah. and exactly. oranges. Yeah. yeah, 100%. So he's like, oh, that doesn't fit my my statistics that I want to show, so but I just the, won't even mention it. Yeah, but these people are stupid, so fuck it. <laughs> we'll just skip <laughs> it. Like, uh Okay. Um, we're going to read... A, I want to read Jim to read this, just uh, really quickly, one little paragraph. Uh, this is from an opinion piece in the Washington Post. Uh... Here's why poor people are poor, says a conservative black academic from September 4th, 2015. 
a Marxist radicalized into a free market libertarian by a year working at the U.S. Labor Department, Sol is now the go-to black academic for conservative media outlets. The son of a maid, he earned his way in the old-fashioned style and to, to and through New York's elite high school. <laughs> Stu, uh, Stuyvesant yeah. High School, Harvard College, Columbia, and the University of Chicago. He has waged a relentless crusade against those who would try to alleviate poverty or equalize opportunity through welfare, affirmative action, or anything else that interferes with the operation of free markets. Yeah, he's a free market uh, weirdo who writes like a book a year, and they always get him as like, he is a go-to black conservative who will talk about he's traditional the, values. He's the token black guy. That's and like the, the and Colin like, Powell. He's the yeah, he's yeah. the uh, Condoleezza Rice of his time. The, like bring him out when you, we need when we're getting knocked for only being a bunch of white guys who care like, about white so, guys. Yeah. So because he was like the one percent success story, all of a sudden now he just believes that it's going to work for everybody. Like, dude, you were the one percent. What does that mean? Right. That it's skewed. Yeah. That you would. It's think unbelievably that. racist the way that they use like race. <laughs> the way that they use race to say that we're not using race. Also, I don't really like, see what like what the Pope should be talking about is traditional values. I gotta say, a they, lot of popes do. They that is something they have really hammered, and that's also a reason I think why the Catholic Church has seen a lot of people exodus. It's not the way the world is going. Right. People they, are loosening up. They're like, you can live with people without being married. Sex before marriage isn't like, we don't think you're going to hell a lot of the time. Yeah. Can like, I can I be an idiot and talk about how the second sentence spit that hot fire for like the first bar? <laughs> the the son of a maid, he earned his way in the old-fashioned style. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell that's an opinion piece, right? Nice. <laughs> That's why I, I kept getting hung up there because it's like that rhymes, and then my brain was like, "Oh, read the next word." You can't because you're too worried about it rhyming. <laughs> you hear what he said there? It's lifestyle choices, dual parent nuclear family homes with strong fathers in the home, school choice, where young minority kids who've been left out of the American dream. There are two Americas. Make no mistake, and the Democrats created it. There's an impoverished, unequal America, the result of liberal policies where people are forced into liberal enclaves in urban decay zones where the economy is struggling and the schools are terrible. Democrats did that. So he no, basically capitalism just... did that because where the community was once thriving with its own businesses in there, a, capital, a capitalist business came along and crushed them. Right. That, those businesses don't exist because they couldn't compete because in the free Walmart. market. Also, let's let's be real here. And then he also he's harping on on – on uh, school choice, whenever his little shining star in Thomas Sewell, like, got lucky. He got picked right. at random to be in that charter school. Yeah. Um, let's also point out the fact that the racism that he is using in his fucking imagery, the way that he's trying to associate words, um, is also responsible not just capitalism. Like, in a sense, capitalism, t like, plays into this aspect of it but like a bunch of white people leaving urban centers and taking their money and leaving like the those unfunded cities to like just fall apart 
also like yep. the head it, of the it, suburbs yeah, that it, is a majority of that doesn't have shit to do with liberal policies. Uh, no, like, also like and the idea of like redlining and redistricting and a lot of the shit we see that that leads to these poverty areas or these lines that suddenly d- define white and black areas like we have in are the city that we're closest to. We right. have They're, we those have are not liberal the, po- I mean some of them are democrat democrat policies, a lot of them are republican policies. In St. Louis, we have the most it's it's <clears throat> from one street to the next it's the biggest wealth gap in the world yeah it, from from one side of del mar oh, to yeah. the other yeah. side oh, of del mar oh hell yeah and we know exactly what there's a gas station that I've separates right it. next to it not anymore <laughs> yeah. that gas station is gone oh is it really I, yeah. I work a few blocks away from where this place is at yeah yeah that like there's a cbs there right? that that absolutely is and it's a stark contrast yeah yeah you turn the corner on skinker and you're in yep. in St. Louis, and you're just like, holy shit, those were million dollar homes. These and are you can projects. tell they're, they're you can tell they're million dollar homes because you can only drive down the street one way, and then there's a big iron rod, a big gate. iron gate with spikes on top yep. of it yeah. <laughs> to prevent you from going. It's literally yeah. a fucking. They make their own cul de sac just because that's what rich people do. Yeah. Um, like we're gonna. I don't know, man. From this point, we're they gonna. Just, yeah, they kill me with this shit. At this point, we're gonna move on because, like, <sighs> I I want to make a point real quick. Yeah, that no, it's not harped on a lot, but there's rural decay all over the place in America. Like, yeah. if you go to any random old town that used to be a train stop because it had industry there that got crushed by a capitalist industry in the cities, making enough like product to where they didn't need the rural area anymore. Yeah, they just they just they. They don't want to talk about that. Well, it doesn't. It it doesn't play to their their audience. Like they should be just as mad about that. Yeah, as the other side of the tracks. Yeah, it's, but they're not really mad. Like it's all because like, it doesn't affect it, them. No, it's all faux outrage. Like at the end of the day, he all of this shit that he's spent two segments now going going on and on about. Is like Dan Bongino screaming, I don't want to pay more it's taxes? It's two sides of the same yeah. coin, though, like urban decay, rural decay. It's a big problem all over the United States. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, you want to set us up for this next one? Yeah, so we're going to we're gonna skip back in time about a month. And I was shocked to hear Bongino talk, frankly, about uh, like there, there being two Americas and Democrats did this because he had gotten owned just a month before. For this exact same rhetoric, and it did not go well. Yeah. Oh, was this when he started reporting memes? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, all right. That's all he does. Yeah. Sounds. About he just right. got smarter enough with this time not to put the meme on screen. <laughs> right. <laughs> let's let's uh let's do a flashback to that right now. Right. Inner cities run exclusively and monopolistically by garbage Democrat politicians who don't give a damn about people. They're the ones that ran these economies in these inner cities into the ground. There were in some of these cities, they haven't had a Republican elected in, in four or five decades. Two Americas, yeah, you created it. An America where you can get a job and an America where you can't. And then let's not forget about the health care either. You go to some of the, you still get some of the health outcomes in some of these inner cities that these Democrats have run monopolistically for decades, and you stand a pretty darn good chance of dying in one of these inner cities, far more likely than if you lived in areas where they gave a damn about people and their health care outcomes. Stop right here. I had this conversation today with a patient 
who's from rural America. They had to come four hours away to St. Louis to get their health care. That's checkmate for you, Dan. Shut the yeah. fuck up. Yeah. You don't know what you're talking about. And, oh, my God. You don't even know. Yeah, you don't but even dude, know how right you are, But Jim. He, he's talking about, like, oh, you can go get a job anywhere in rural America. No, you fucking can't. Yeah, yeah. There's Why do you think there. people move to the cities for jobs, dude? Right. See, and you reacted just based on what he was saying, which I love, Jim, because what you didn't, because you only heard it, what you didn't see was that he had a graphic up. When the whole time he did that, yeah, that to prove his point about Democrats and their run cities. So this is from the Daily Beast, February 7th, 2022. So Fox News host Dan Bongino aired an inaccurate graphic attempting to make a bogus correlation between unhealthy U.S. cities and those governed by Democratic policies. Um, during a Saturday evening unfiltered segment casting liberals as unhealthy, Bongino presented a graphic reading the top 10 most unhealthy U.S. cities. Yet, it turns out that there was one big problem with Bongino's thesis. WalletHub, the website Fox News hosted, uh, host cited for the graphic, clearly stated in their research that the metropolitan cities referenced, including Seattle, Portland, and Washington, among others, are the healthiest places to live in the U.S. Bongino riffed to his audience about inner cities running exclusive monop- and monopolistically by garbage Democrat politicians, as we heard. It was completely wrong. The graphic said the exact opposite of what he was claiming. Yeah. How did he miss that? Why would you cite Wallet Hub? Like, anyway. Like, why would I had never even heard of it, but also, no. why but Why did he, how did he miss that? He saw a graphic that, like, the that the stems. It was the, just the cities that he wanted to use. Yep. <laughs> in, his, in his echo chamber. Yeah, he and, found and they went around. higher than the cities he associates with. Republicans, even though that's a garbage shit idea. Yeah. We live in a Republican state show by me, like show what, me one five, city. six points? Like it's not that big a swing. Show me one city that's legit run by only Republicans. Right. Or anywhere that's only run like I mean like and a honestly, city. whether it's Democrat or Republican. Always, but a city. Yeah. Um but it, it, you also heard there how when he had that in, incorrect graphic and all the stuff that pissed Jim off. He could rift for fucking two minutes, right? But he says he went nothing. on and Dude, on and like, on. But more, he went on and on and on. More to my point on rural health care, there is a program right now, and it's guess what? A socialist program that is encouraging doctors after they get through their medical school to go work in rural areas. As a matter of fact, there's a grant that if you complete your medical school while using that grant, you have to serve five years. In a rural area, because it is so underserved. Yeah, Dan's you not interested in that. <laughs> yeah. It's all just just cities. Cities are the only ones that you'll get stabbed if you go to a city. Yeah, and even if they're the healthiest, <laughs> safest. <laughs> so this is when rainbows it was, and unicorns. After cities. it was pointed out a week later, it was pointed out to Dan Bongino and Fox News that like they got clowned on because like on the graph on the graph they showed it says the exact opposite of what they're claiming. Yeah, how do you miss that? How do you not have any fact checker get that? So this is Dan's attempt it's, at a it's cleanup. This little crony that just laughs in the background and goes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, boy. This Fred, is, Fred Durst in the background. This is Dan Bongino trying to just get this. He's ripping this Band-Aid off. Asteroid hit the Earth. A physics professor is here to tell us. But first, on last Saturday night's episode of Unfiltered, a graphic was aired with inaccurate information on the unhealthiest cities in the country. I regret the error. We regret the error. Thanks. <laughs> Didn't say that the what the error was. Nope. 
<laughs> also, maybe um, provide some actual proof that your your initial claim was right because the evidence you presented was well, wrong. Yeah, because like throughout this entire episode, we've been talking about February first, right? So he presented on February first that democratic cities are this and that democratic city, and then on the seventh he said it again yeah. in like, but he got caught on the seventh, and then, because he got sloppy with his meme uh, use, right. And then what? A week later, he comes out. There was an error. Like, I'm not going to tell you what the I'm error was, what yeah. but there was an error. I'm not going to redact <laughs> it. The episode's still up. Yeah, even though that available. was that was literally the only piece of evidence he pointed to in that clip. Yeah, if to back up his claim, if, if democratic cities are the ones that are bad. If you're listening to it in podcast form, then like if you don't, he, you have no idea what error he's talking about, and the content still exists in in whole. It, yeah, it, like, like it, I found the, it. It's still on the. I cut it from the episode. Well, he didn't the, take it out of the episode. The correction doesn't matter because, like, unless you read the articles and understand that the graphic was especially in podcast form. If like, somebody's there was just an, listening, there was an to, error, but I'm yeah, not going to correct. I'm not going to tell you it. what it was. Yeah, like, I'm not going to tell you what I got wrong and how badly I got it wrong. You have no integrity. Now go into your confessional booth and tell him nothing. about that. He has nothing. Even like I believe like even Tucker Carlson is deeper than him. Like will say more shit about like he takes the next step into the point. He's just claiming shit and moving on. Very f- surface level. Yeah. yeah the it, problem we run into a lot with a lot of these guys yeah, who this, aren't super I mean, I'm not gonna say the, they're bad at the grip, they're them, making money. Gives but. them the old thirty thousand foot view and then just expects you to stray extrapolate from yeah. there. It's <laughs> fucking ridiculous. All right, so we want to jump back to the first, right? Yeah. And finish up with the with the, with the Pope with, talk. With the Pope talk. And this is the kind of stuff Pope Francis wants to see more of. More big government tax policies which suck money out of economies that can make people prosperous, sticking them into public schools that fail them. That's what you want? You want more of that? How about you go out there and talk about things the Catholic Church should be talking about? The importance of marriage, the preservation of life in the womb. How about that? That's just right-wing fucking nonsense. Dog whistling. Yeah. Yeah. That's just... Also, see why he... Because no abortions and marriages are going to make the world more prosperous. Well, and yeah. almost to the point that like solve poverty, folks. Yeah. I totally understand why he did not win any of his three ra- uh, congressional races because, like, because I he didn't I, have an answer. <laughs> I thought that clip was honestly a repeat. I almost thought we played the same clip twice because, mm. like, he's hitting the same points and he's just boring. But he can't. Yeah, he's he, not good at it. He can't riff on it for any extended amount of time. Crazy he can that say he it and then be like, "That's a problem," but that's it. It's he crazy that he has. Uh, two shows on separate networks, like, I mean, they're well, both part of Fox, but yeah, like, what, and it's a radio show. In... The, so, okay, when he's you, on Fox and then Westward. Networks. No, Westward Radio, which I think is a Fox affiliate. Yeah, when you said yeah. other networks, I was like OAN. That's not no, really... no, he's no, he's a, <laughs> they're both on Fox, but like, I just mean like he's on two separate. He's on Fox Nation and then he's on Fox News, and it's just like, dude, why are you? Who is giving you even that much, like, reach? Fox to- Nation is the streaming platform, and Fox Nation is where they really, like, is much more hardcore Fox. It's much more like 1A America News. Yeah. And I need to check in sells. on Bongino. Now, I would check in they're on doing, Bongino there. They're doing the same thing. But I'm not giving the them money. Medias. Fuck them. I'm not paying for a subscription. Right. Yeah, no, you, you absolutely so, should. So, like, I'm yeah, sticking to free shit. There's a streaming subscription for like a Fox News style thing, you know who ha- you're, you know who's on serious. there. You know who has a show on there? Ugh. Disgrace cop Mark Furman. 
racist in the O.J. Simpson trial, like the most famous for there. He is a, it like Makes he, sense. he's got like fucking five seasons where he reviews like uh, I guess like hopefully Jesus movies. I think it's like a Ben cop Shapiro show. Ben Shapiro movies. I think it's a cop show. I've never been on Fox Nation because again I refuse to give Fox any money. I'm kind of surprised time. that Shapiro is not on Fox, right? He get kicked off. He's too much of a uh, fucking contrarian. He's too much of a pussy. <laughs> like, he wants to be a movie producer. That's all he wants to do. I don't remember what he's about to talk about here, but I know I called it frenemies of God. A good friend of mine texted me last night, sent me a text last night, and said he's been talking about this topic for a long time, and that the Vatican has some people who've made him public enemy number one or attacking him personally, going after him. Really? Is that the church now? No. <laughs> no. Dude, that's what I we love the, no context? No, that's what we no. all thought, too. Really? Like, there's no way. I love he means it in the way he means, really? That's what the church is at now? Right. We all hear it as like, yeah, no, there's no way you no. believe that. Your friend just happens a, to be the a friend, a friend public of mine, enemy yeah. number one of the Catholic Church. A friend of mine said that some people at the Vatican personally talked to him the other day and said they don't like him. Do yeah. you ha- does your friend have the Da Vinci Code? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, he just said, he has a bunch of friends that somehow know members of the Vatican. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's... They're really plugged in and got their – everyone knows someone, but they'll never give you a name. It's just a – trust me, I know someone real high up who knows this stuff. And... Yeah. Didn't Rogan – Rogan did that, right? It Alex was... Jones does that. Yeah. He was on Rogan doing it, so it was like, more I or less. Got the I have, documents. I have a friend, and they said that they saw their your tweets. Oh, no. Rogan and... did so, that, yeah. yeah. I, but, I, he could, but he couldn't say why. Silence. I still make this dad-level joke every, every time I sip, ship something out. Because when you make a shipment with multiple packages, one of them, only one of them has, like, the shipping manifest inside of it. And on that one, you have to have this, like, highlighter green sticker that says documents enclosed. And I call that the Alex Jones box because it's got the documents. (laughs) It's got the documents. (laughs) Nice. Brought the receipts. (laughs) Ever since I worked at Monsanto, I've been making that joke. (laughs) You need to, like, plead the fifth fucking box. (laughs) So uh, this is our last clip. Uh... Bongino, I guess, like he just, I, like he just rambled for a bunch and kind of got off topic with the the you know, Sewell. Yeah, thing. He, yeah. With all the, he did was like throughout the entire episode was just try to take every single Republican boogeyman buzzword and tie it all into the Pope, and he like did it when the Pope said like very little of what he's claiming. Yeah, like it, and nothing not even wrong. tangentially related. <laughs> <What>? Shit, <laughs> I love. We're gonna keep using tangentially. We should just put <laughs> words that we like on shirts and put them on Patreon. <laughs> Like, I don't know why we're selling a shirt that says tangentially, what, but we like what, it. What in tangential relations? <laughs> but I guess this is like Bongino's farewell. He knows he's like not going to talk about the Pope anymore. It was a two-day hit, and he'll move on to something else. But yeah. he's going to – I guess he has, to, he has to give out the call to action. Listen, the church is ours. thought about this yesterday. I'm not leaving the Catholic Church. It's ours. The Catholic Church is not one man. It's a body of people. But I think it's upon all of us right now to demand that this Pope step aside. causing a very dangerous situation out there, providing moral cover to people who want to institute a system of censorship and totalitarianism, and him providing moral cover for it. I never thought I'd see the day. What a change from Pope John Paul. Pope John Paul, one of maybe four or five people at the time, again, Reagan, Thatcher, Solidarity Movement, that that crushed the evils of communism in the Soviet Union. 
And now we're sitting with Pope Francis ushering it right back in. Very, very disturbing. Yeah, well, that's like your opinion, man. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Jesus. He has so many awkward long pauses. Yeah, he's trying to be... He also, like, sorry, like I Googled uh, this real quick. I pulled a Jamie move that, but actually did it. Uh, <laughs> Pope John Paul II spoke out publicly against communism despite warnings from uh, Leonid Brezhnev, uh, General Security, General Secretary of the Central Committee of the Communist Party of the Soviet Union, uh, Despite warnings not to interfere in Poland, the new pope visited his homeland with the first year of the papacy. So he spoke out against cap, uh, communism. I don't know why he's why Bongino thinks that him, Thatcher, and Reagan are like the holy the fucking trinity. Yeah, uh, of of destroying fucking communism. Everyone knows David Hasselhoff did that. Well, yeah, and he, he also so that's he, his so wet dream. He. He doesn't like this pope because this pope talks about uh, algorithms and uh, uh, socialism. So like, and but he loves uh, the pope of the the eighties, right? But there's a pope in between that he suddenly doesn't really. He seems to really not want to talk about the fact that he wants this current pope to step down. So yeah. he wants there to be two former popes, but he never says Ratzinger. Yeah, he never never says alludes Benedict to him at all. Never gets into the child sexual abuse case. Because it paints case. his church in a bad light. Right. But, like, he has no problem doing that, like, shoving words in the Pope's mouth to make some straw man that he can then tear well, like, down in front of his audience. So he's trying to say that this Pope wants communism to come back by being anti-propaganda. If you're anti-propaganda, you're anti-Soviet Union, you're anti-Nazism. Like, yeah. if you're saying propaganda is not- bad, that inherently makes you against communism. And like the sense of what Dan Bongino is talking about, like the Soviet Union. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because the only reason that the Soviet Union existed is because propaganda succeeded. I'd argue I a lot of the reason a lot of countries existed. Yeah, because I, have a a hard, <laughs> I have such a hard it's time true. like trying to pick apart Bongino's thoughts because they don't make any fucking sense. Well, there's no depth. Like, that's it. my biggest issue with the entire two segments that we listened to from the. 31st and the 1st of February, January and February um, is that like the, the, he literally is just making claims to hold. He is every person that I get banned from Facebook for arguing with in the comment section. Like just somebody who says shit, but like doesn't know what they're talking about but then says it harder <laughs> and it's, and then like, you can't I, argue with the brick wall. No, like just because you put it in all caps doesn't make it right. Dude. Yeah. You still have like, you still haven't backed up your initial stupid claim. Like uh, I hate uh, the fact that so many things I see or, or so many things I hear Bongino or Tucker or anybody else say, I just want to respond with prove it. Like just, Prove, can you prove that to me? Because if you can't, it's just a feeling. Don't you even have. prove it. Just give me a reason why you believe that, other than because. Because that's what he says every yeah. time. Like the Pope is socialist because I said so. Well, like, and one like, of his, one of his the, points was like give the Pope is, like the the Pope is saying there should be a, a antidote to algorithms. That means he's against free speech. The Pope never said Dude, he was against free speech. The Church that is not at all is an equivalent. Yeah. Well, and and the idea of like free speech being trampled on because people aren't allowed to spread misinformation. You're not allowed to yell fire in a crowded theater either. Like, it's not free speech has limits. It's not that you get to take anything you want in a public or in a a private setting. What does he think? 
the church does with his tithes. They redistribute it to those in need. That is how church communities yeah. work. Churches are socialist. Yeah. Yeah. By their nature, they... Uh, I know, so they, are they, most uh, countries. They just yell dumb shit because they don't understand the fucking word. I don't know, man. It's stupid. But you know... I don't, I don't know how to make it make sense for them. Well, you better make it make sense for us because it's that I can time. make it make sense for us. And Shapiro, bring in the board. I'm not going to put him on the floor. Put them all on the board. Put it on the board. That's my board, dude. Put it on the board. We have to scare this thing all day long. It might as well look funny. You can put it on the board. Yes. I gotta shorten that clip now that I'm using it. <laughs> I've decided it's too long. Um, so maybe, maybe in the next couple episodes, I'll say that now, and I'll be like, I'll get to it next week, guys. And Are you I just gonna make won't. it like a single soundbite? Like I, the only thing on there should be like. That's my board, dude. That's my see, but the <laughs> thing is, because of how that video exists on the internet, uh, you can't pull it apart. You when you do pull it apart, it cuts off the last half of his word. Like so, like I had to balance, I had to place that on that track to where yeah. like you can't really hear that happening. So yeah. so I don't know. It, it it may not just be that clip. That is my favorite one in there. But yeah, I need to shorten that. So. What do we think of Bongino? Uh, fascist, fraud, tra- I guess, where are the... Fraud, traitor, treasonous, All of the fascist. above. Yeah. We, we need, like, a... I mean, I guess, no, we don't. Can I take the answer E, all of the above? Yeah. No, you can't, though, because <laughs> I don't have a clip for all of the above. Um... Are, like, we, are we rating him overall or just based on this episode? Just based on what he says here. The thing yeah, based is, based on the episode, it's tough. Hmm. It's tough in this one because he said all of the talking points of the right in just like a few short minutes of actual content. Like we dragged it out over a conversation, but um, yeah, I don't care. I don't care. He's gonna be like whether or not we're rating him. If we're rating him as a person outside of the content, we all agree he's a fascist, fascist, right? 100%. I would even go that far on this, like just on this episode, because what he's- Yeah, because he's arguing against like people being afforded like basic human rights. Yes. Yeah, and he's arguing- He's arguing for the position of denying people the basic human rights. Because that would be detrimental to the people who are now obligated to work- and provide and use the fruits of their labor to provide for someone else. Like that's essentially the entire argument. And like you're arguing this is what I don't get. And this is why I don't understand especially why like poor rural Republicans buy into this shit. Because like it doesn't help you. The things that they say don't help you. They're arguing for the elitist class. Like 100%. And that's really like when it comes down to like modern day argument of capitalism versus socialism it's just people arguing for millionaires rights versus people who are arguing for the poor the working class if we're going right and if we're if we're going purely off of what the pope said about redistribution of wealth like where he's just saying he said that everybody should be afforded the right to a job that doesn't mean that everybody's gonna keep the jobs 
right. because or that all those that jobs are going to pay equally, even or that even but everybody's going to get a job. They should just have access to it. Yeah, like they should be able to get and the a job, job should uh, allow them to live a basic like life, like where they can feed and clothe and shelter themselves. One right? of the biggest jokes that we have been convinced as like uh, not elitist, not members of the elite, like power class, is that like we give up forty hours, we we give up eight hours a day, five days a week. And, like, what? We sleep for, like, six... We don't have a life. Like, our whole life is wake up and go to work, and then we have, like, a day and a half, realistically, to, like, decompress and, and go do back laundry. And go make yeah, some be- CEO money. We don't because, fucking... Because everybody knows that hey, Sunday evening... Hey. You spend an existential dread like I have to work tomorrow. Yes, <laughs> and it's not just Sunday evening. Like yeah. it hits me at like midday on Sunday. I'm just yeah. like, yeah, God like damn it! Like but, you eat lunch and it's a good lunch and you're happy, and then as soon as your lunch is over, you're like, fuck. And they always like sell you on this idea of like, well, you get you know like two vacations a year that you won't be able to afford to go anywhere. <laughs> right, yeah, because you're so, not getting paid enough. Yeah. One-way ticket to your couch, bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hope your food stamps buy those cruise tickets. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, all right. It sucks. We only, we're getting to the point where, like, they're all fucking... I think the show is making us all view them as fascists because we know it's a cumulative effect. Yeah. When we hear him say stuff, we know what that leads to. We know the darker yeah. path it leads down now. Yeah. We've always known it, but we just, like, remind ourselves weekly. <laughs> why do we do this again? <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be enjoyable. Wait, why do you say he's a fascist? He's a fascist. Do you, do, you realize how, uh, do you realize how offensive that is? I think he's a fascist. Why? Because he is. Okay. All right. So, okay, we've got a a fascist. Uh, It's good every time. Um, Maybe the most boring fascist we've ever had on the show. Bongino? Yeah. Yeah. Significantly the most uncharismatic. And, and like, honestly, like, like, he's so shallow. Like, he's so, like you said, surface level. I don't know, man. Bland, you know? Like, yeah. really, like, I would rather, honestly, like, before I come back to... Ben, I'm so glad. Do you remember a long time ago when I was like, we're going to do a five-part series on Bongino? I'm so glad that that fell through and we didn't get that five-part <laughs> series. Can you imagine how horrible that would have been? I think... Uh, we would have got one episode into that and I would have been like, called, no. Was it called <laughs> Uncancelled or something? Like, it went over, like, a lead I think balloon. it was canceled or yeah, something. Or, yeah, like, yeah, it fucking, like... Yeah, it wasn't even, like... A, like it, I think it was on Fox Nation. I'm pretty sure we had to pay to like it's see so it. Hard like, to, like, is that what it was? Doing, yeah, it's so hard to actually talk about him because he just lacks context. Like, there's nothing to break yeah, down. He never nothing actually adds anything to the national debate. As much as like Tucker and other people, like Ben Shapiro, there's some people with like critical race theory or something where they can really latch onto an idea, and it takes off within the right. I don't feel like Bongino's ever at the tip of the spear. No, in terms he's of just starting. writing it. He's, yeah, yeah, he he's grabs always right. Yeah, yep, and he's just following along. Mm-hmm. It's yep. the one grift he's found that that has worked. You know, like he can't get into political office. He's never going to be that guy, probably. But he can he can kind of ride the coattails of a Tucker Carlson or whatever the Fox agenda is. Yeah, which he is, doesn't he doesn't really say why anything makes him mad. It's just that it makes him mad because he's just a talking. Point. He's a reactionary. 
Yeah. That's all he does. He sees memes, he sees headlines, and he gets mad about yeah, it for an his, hour or two. His whole show is just, paycheck. His whole show is just the angry react emoji. It's weird because he's like an he's like a fucking boring Alex Jones, and Alex Jones is like horrible. He's evil like that, like. But at least like when you hear him, you're like. Whoa, what? <laughs> like, and, and you're like, you're drawn into it because he's fucking crazy. Bongino says all the same shit. He's you just know what yelling it is. about it. a health nut. I don't think Bongino does drugs. I think maybe if he had a, a roaring alcohol or pill addiction, he might be as entertaining as Alex. Maybe so. Maybe he should consider that. <laughs> <laughs> May uh, look, it'll make the CEOs at Pfizer richer. <laughs> Capitalism, yeah. it all works. It's it, like work to 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 the cause. Um, all right, so that'll bring us to the end of another episode. Um, so we will be back, but before we go, Jim, can you please tell the uh, kind listeners where we can be found? Yes, I can. We have a Facebook page, and we can be found on Twitter, at Real Un-American. Awesome. Thank you, Jim. And Franklin, can you tell the listeners what they can do to support the show? Uh, you can follow us, like, subscribe, share, and or review. Episodes are available as soon as we can get them out. And, of course, bonus content is available over on over at patreon.com forward slash un-American. So go check that out, and as always, we appreciate any and all support. Yes, we do very much. Thank you, fellas, and thank you to the listeners. We will return next week, but before we go, um, dishonorable mentions. Shout them out. We're just gonna we're just gonna riff and edit where we need to. How about just the Pope? Just give it up for his. Just as the dishonorable mention. How about the former popes? Yeah. How about Ratzinger? <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you go. Yes. You I never knew that that was his real name. Ratz- yeah. Yeah. Benedict Josef Ratzinger. Benedict can it makes go him on there. sound like he should be a villain. How about all of the yeah. fucking Catholic priests involved with the scandal, known and unknown? Yeah. Um, which, we did. We did heave a lot of praise on the Pope. We need to balance that out right at the end by shitting on the entire <laughs> shitting church. Shitting on the entire Catholic Church. Um, yeah, I don't like nun costumes either. So dishonorable <laughs> mention for the for the penguin. Why did they used to, Why did they used to have their back to the people they were yeah. praying to? It made no sense. Yeah, something like that. Um, yeah, all right. That, I'm satisfied with that. So, uh, of course, uh, your homework, responsibility, duty, if you will, um, as the as our listener is to go out and not wear uh, penguin outfits. <laughs> Un-American is a Feverheart production. It is hosted by Brandon Condick, Franklin Everhart, and Jim Hillman. If you like the show, please subscribe and leave a review. Contact us at unamericanpod at yahoo.com. And be sure to support us on Patreon for exclusive bonus content. I met a freaking pope.